Nine Plus Us presents the Baseball Together podcast with your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes. And now, Baseball Together. Hey, baseball family, we're shaking. We're here for the Home Run Derby. I got Brad the man with me. Hey, Brad. Hey, Brig, how are you? I'm good. I'm hydrating. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> this is going to be a long experience. Yeah, I Last guess you could year, say I'm hydrating. There you go. Last year, we had an awakening, as it were, about what how much effort gets put into broadcasts. We did two broadcasts last year live to the American League wildcard game and the home run derby. And we learned that four hours of talking is really hard. Brad, (laughs) Brad, before we get into this though, we have got some wagers to attend to, sir. We do indeed. Which, which players are you going to be taking? Which players will I be taking? And how many pies in the face are going to be wagered this year? Well, um, let's see. Should we go? Should we go ALNL, or I guess it'd be left side of the bracket, right side of the bat bracket, right? Yeah, because there's not an even split American yeah. National. So okay. I'll I'll take I will take the AL dominant side. Okay, I'll take the NL dominant side. Okay. Um, because the AL dominant side does have one National League player. So okay. let me take a look at the bracket real quick. Yeah, just who's so your, that I can who's your National League guy? Why don't you just tell me that, and then we'll Seager. be Seager. Corey Seager. No, Corey. he's American League. Duh, what am I thinking? I was just yeah. looking at it, and then it disappeared. Ha! <laughs> ah, ha! How about... My uh, National League guy is... Why, uh, it's so weird, the way that it's matched up. Yeah, it is. Okay, I guess my National League guy would be Soto, because I have... Technically, I have the bottom part of the bracket. Okay, so you're... I have Soto, Soto Ramirez. I have okay. Soto Ramirez, Seager, Rodriguez. Soto Ramirez, Seager Rodriguez. Speaking of Rodriguez, here he comes. Julio! Julio! <laughs> that means that my team is going to be Kyle Schwarber, Albert Pujols, Pete Alonso, and Ronald Acuna Jr. My friend, you are going down. Not this year, my friend. You are. And for those of you that did not join us last year, the loser gets a pie in the face. A whipped True cream facts. pie in the face. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. It's the, so those good. are the stakes indeed. And do There's you have, would you, Brig? Do you have one of your players who you would be willing to double down on? Oh, two pies in the face. Yeah, yeah. Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso is going to win. So if Pete Alonso wins, I get two pies in the face. Yeah. What about you? You got somebody? You gonna go with Julio? Um. I'm gonna go. I'm I'm going Julio because that has me like all the way on Julio because I actually have real life American dollars on <laughs> Julio tonight. You have real life American dollars on Julio. I do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's my winner. Winner chicken one. dinner. Speaking Polar of chicken Bear, dinner, Brady Alonzo is in the house. He is on the stage. He is ready to threepeat this performance. He will be, and we will get into this later. One of two players to have won it three times wait that's a tease except for he's not going to yes he is (laughs) he really will jose 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 there he is jose ramirez from cleveland so i am a little bit behind you i'm like one guy behind half a guy behind you brig why because i'm streaming and you're not oh right streaming i am streaming are you yeah, it says live. 
Well, yeah, so am I. But there's always there's always a uh, like a delay when you're streaming. That's one of the that is one of the bummers about streaming and trying to live tweet and stuff like that. Like get in a, on a conversation on Twitter and other social media and stuff because because uh, you're just delayed enough yeah. from the stream that it's like everybody's a, almost a whole batter ahead, and you're like, oh man, what a hit! They're like, yeah, that's old news. It's true. That happened to us <laughs> last year. It did, yeah. So for those of you at home, adjust accordingly if you're able to. Go ahead and pause your your TV if you can. There's Albert Pujols. Oh, I'm so excited he's here. He's going to lose so hard, but I'm so excited he's here. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't it be crazy if he just went and won the entire thing? Yeah, it would be nuts. bomb after bomb all night long. Then we would would we each take a pie in the face? I think we both take a pie in the face. We would have to because because <laughs> our our guys didn't win, but the bracket was split. Well, I mean, technically, he's in your side of the bracket. That's what I mean. But then Polar Bear Pete didn't win, so would I take a pie in the face anyway? No, because he's one of your guys. Okay, but I still think you should take a pie in the face. <laughs> you should have let me talk myself into a pie. In I should have. <laughs> <laughs> baseball family this is not the first time brad has talked me out of talking i know taking a pie just a few weeks ago <laughs> <laughs> there they are i am disappointed that they are not wearing their all-star game jerseys or that they don't have specific home run derby jerseys uh i feel like nike lost an opportunity to really shine here well, I think what it is is that a, that there's a certain segment of the population that does like to see the team uniforms. Yeah, at, that's true. At the All Star festivities, and since they've gone away from doing it during the game, which is great. Yeah, it is great. I, I prefer to not have the uh, cacophony of jerseys. That this is the time that they do it now. You know. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I don't want it loud, and I don't want anything. Okay, here's the anthem. I'm not going to sing in for you. I'll take my hat off, though. Me too. That's what I did. Flyover to end it. That was awesome. Nice. Didn't get to hear the anthem, but I did see the flyover. That was pretty cool. Baseball family, we also have muted our televisions because we don't want to listen to them. We don't want to listen to them. (laughs) not interested in what they have to say. We're interested in what we have to say. I'm also confident my mic will pick up the sound. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not, I'm not about that game. Nope. All right, Brad. So you're going to call your guys. I'm going to call my guys, right? Sounds good. All right. I'm going to color code this so that I don't mess it up later. I feel like that's appropriate. I do feel like that's appropriate as well. All right. So I'm going to do it like these. Hello. Okay, I'm curious. Is uh, Who's leading off? Do we know who's leading off going first? I don't. So I don't far. have any idea. Is it J-Rod? Is Julio going first? Maybe. I feel like that's appropriate. Maybe Julio and Seeger is our our, uh, our leadoff duo. But baseball family, if you like Brick said, if you didn't join us last year, uh, there are some other things we do during this, this live broadcast as well. We're going to go through. We are going to get to current events like we always do every single week yep. because – we're going to have to have fillers for commercials. And then we also have some topics that we wanted to talk about in addition to that, as well as our prediction, our predictions for the second half of the season. Um, Brig, do you have your predictions written down and handy? No, not from any. earlier this year. I actually have mine on a piece of paper from <laughs> you from would the, from our meaningless predictions episode. Okay. Um, I, uh, 
I found this piece of paper like a week ago. I was cleaning up my desk and I had it like tucked back in my shelf that I have here. So we can address these. Yeah, we shall. As we get to them later, because there are a few things I like more than making meaningless predictions. Very few. Very few so things we'll are as fun, honestly. Let's let's it's be true. honest. It's true. We've got an advertisement for ESPN's The Captain, and there's a lot of interview back and forth between Derek Jeter and A-Rod on this clip alone. That seems to be the hot ticket item and what people are most excited about diving into with that documentary. How do you feel? As a Mariners fan, you know a lot about A-Rod. Well, I, mostly I know early days A-Rod, right? Since that's when he was in Seattle. But sure. he is a guy, obviously, I followed his career all the way through because he was a fixture in Seattle. Um, I don't. I think that is probably the most fascinating part about it, but also the fact that we never heard anything or learned anything about Jeter during his career. He was the he had mastered the art of saying something without saying anything. You know, like yeah. I've I've done interviews with coaches before where you go in there, you ask all the right questions and everything, you know, or what you feel like are the right questions, especially in a post game press conference. Yeah, and then. You go back and you listen to the sound bites. Well, not only that, but like you're sitting there, like, oh yeah, okay, that makes a lot of sense. And then you go back and you listen to the sound bites. Like, he didn't say anything. He right. said absolutely nothing. There are probably 700 words of audio here, but he did not say <laughs> anything at all. <laughs> so, like, there, I wrote yeah. post game stories where it's like you cherry pick part of a quote, and this is why this happens. You cherry pick part of the quote that has to do with what you're writing about. Even though it's like he said absolutely nothing before that, absolutely nothing after it. But there was like two sentences that made sense in the ramblings, right? Yeah. And I feel like Jeter was the master of that. That he could go through and tell you everything about his team without saying anything at all. True story. Um, I So I've read the book, The Captain. There is a book that exists called The Captain. And mm -hmm. I wonder how closely it's based on that book. Uh, and how much of it is new, how much of it has been unearthed, etc. So it'll be interesting to see what people do and what people say, you know? Yeah. And, and the it fans, really will fans be. reaction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I really think that the big the big ticket with that is like obviously the A Rod Jeter relationship, right? Yeah. But also yeah. like how Jeter was when he was a pro the kind of things that he did off the yeah. field besides everything involved with um, gift baskets, right? Yep. Thank you for bringing up the gift baskets. <laughs> I, I know that's your very favorite Derek Jeter. It's hilarious, thing. and it's one of the funniest references on Brockmeyer. It is. By the way, <laughs> family, are are you into Brockmeyer? Are we the only ones that appreciate that show for the brilliance that it is? Because – it is brilliant. Let's be honest. It truly is. It's so good. I, um, I do think I do think we agreed. Here. Oh, go ahead. I'm putting a note in the comments here. Go ahead and jump in and chat with us if you're on. Uh, send us a shout out. Tell us you're here. We'll shout you out over the live broadcast as well. Questions, concerns, and snide remarks are always welcome. Our favorite. Hey. Yes. So welcome to the broadcast. We're so glad you're here. Glad you're joining us. I see a few people are on already. 
Um, let us know where you're watching from too. Are you on YouTube, Twitch? Are you one of the OG Facebook followers? Um, if not, jump in. You can always join the Baseball Together, um, excuse me, the 9 Plus Us VIP group on Facebook. That's where our baseball family, like the OG core baseball family, hangs out. And we have a really great time with everything that's going on there. It's a super active community. It's super full of uh, good people that, that love baseball and love to tease the crap out of each other. So go ahead and join us there if you'd like. Excellent. We'll let you in. So, Brig, I don't know where your broadcast is. I'm still talking to Albert Pujols and Juan Soto here. But just a quick reminder for those of you who may not be familiar with the Home Run Derby rules or maybe have forgotten them since last year. Um, one of the special – so they, each each player gets three minutes of time, but they get an extra minute if they hit two home runs measuring at least 420 feet yep. during their – initial time so once they get that then they get their extra time tax on they can take one break during the during their time and uh i gotta tell you brig julio rodriguez did like a little practice round yeah over the weekend and granted this is in texas yeah but he, he did a practice practice round before the game on saturday i believe it was yeah and he hit 37 in his four minutes whoa so okay so uh, let's get into a couple of stats about the home run derby here that I think are really exciting. The 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 record for first round total home runs is held by Polar Bear Pete Alonso. He set it last year in the 2021 Derby, which was his second win, by the way, which was also back to back, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that or not, but it's super <laughs> true. Polar Bear Pete, the record is 35. 35. So here's what they're going to get. Three-minute timed at-bats in the first two rounds. Two minutes in the final round and a 45-second timeout per round. Bonus time is accrued. All batters receive 30 seconds at the end of the round. 30 seconds if they hit 440 feet. It's 440 this year. Mm. Two home runs or more at 440. And then there's tiebreakers. There's no clock stoppage. They'll do a swing off, three swings per batter um, if they need to. If it continues to be tied after the what is it? A one minute tiebreaker. So mm-hmm. Corey Seager versus, versus Julio Rodriguez. Looks like that is going to be our first matchup, Brad. Super I'm nervous. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I don't blame you. So Corey's on a roll this year. Do you want to go ahead and tell people about Corey or do you want to talk about Julio first? Looks like well, Corey's going to go first. first. Okay, then let's let's get into Corey Seager first. So first we have a little bit of a tail the tape type thing for you guys. So Corey Seager, he's six feet four inches tall, two hundred fifteen pounds, age twenty eight. He bats left handed. He plays for the L. He doesn't play for the LA Dodgers. That's a mistake on my part. I apologize for those of you watching us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think he's kind of representing the Dodgers. He plays for the Rangers, but I think he's representing the Dodgers in the home run derby here because the <laughs> yeah. Dodgers do not have a representative. He wears number five, and his nickname is Seag. So let's take a look real quick at his home run spray chart. Oh. Primarily to center field and right center field. Um, he hits a little bit to left field, but as a lefty, he's a big time pull home run guy. Brad, um, I got to stop you. Julio is walking to the box right now. Is he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're a little bit ahead of me, so I do not have that. I apologize. Right. Julio is walking up right now, swinging a Victus Maple. Oh. It is covered in 
navy blue and teal. Oh, it's a J rod. So cool. It's a J rod show bat. That's what yeah. he uses for batting practice every day. Okay, here he so is. So Julio Rodriguez, six foot three inches, two hundred twenty eight pounds, age twenty one, bats right, plays for my Seattle Mariners, number twenty four. Nicknames are J Rod Acuna, which translates for those of you who don't know to coins, or I'm assuming money. Yep. Would be a better translation. And also, Julio! And then his spray chart for home runs. I got to tell you, Brig, he hits them high. He hits them far to left field. But he also hits them to straightaway center. And he also hits them to right field. Fantastic. So he's got power all over the place. He's a big man. He's a big man child. That's, that's part of the reason I'm confident in him, and I've seen his <laughs> violent swing in person, and it's a little bit frightening, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I, I know it. Boy, I'll tell you, it is frightening. So here he comes. He's stepping into the box right now. They wanted to go over a couple of things. I don't know what they were, uh, but they wanted to go over a couple of things with the umpire to make sure. First pitch, low. He swung away, though. Oh, he's Fouled a free up. swinger. He's a free yeah. swinger for sure. He fell off that second one. There it goes. Up. I haven't even gotten to a pitch yet, Briggs. Seriously? You're that far behind? He's already yeah, got man. That's two out, bro. I tried to pause my show, but it wouldn't let me. That makes sense. That's three. Nope, two. That one fell just a little bit short to straightaway center. Right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> got the first pitch. I don't know who's tossing to him, but, man, whoever that is, like, hits the weight room yeah. fiercely. Fiercely is right. There's okay. one. Okay, I just got that first dinger. Oh, he's going to pull that one hard. He got jammed. Is it going to stay fair? It does. There it goes. Boom. Holy cow. So from what I see so far with him, boom, is that he's kind of got like that pop a shot thing going. Yeah, he does. Where he just wants the pitcher to keep him coming in a rhythm. Yep. And once he gets that groove, he's oh, not going to get out of it. Okay, we're at seven official, eight official. There goes the ninth one. Boy, he looks like he's going to put these on the ravine. Like, like they're going <laughs> to sail. They Like, the way they're carrying in the air looks like they're going all the way to the sagebrush and the Joshua trees. Holy cow. Dude, I'm telling you, man, he has got some kind of strength. The first time I ever heard him hit a ball was in a spring training game in 2017. And it was his first at bat facing major league pitching, like I said, in spring training. And it was 115 off the bat that first time. Wow. So he's got, he's got, he's got special pop. He just took his first time out at 14 home runs. He's got a minute 26 left in this contest. A couple <laughs> things about Julio that I think are really cool. Oh, I apologize. There's a couple things about Julio that I think are fantastic <laughs> is that uh, this is, he joins a very, very small crowd of 13 other rookies to ever compete in a home run derby 13 ever i think that is fantastic did you know brad that the very first home run derby was in 1985 obviously the format was way why wildly different yeah um dave parker of the cincinnati reds won that contest they did not start broadcasting it in any form until 1993 that's when espn picked it up Juan Gonzalez for the Texas Rangers won it that year, but they didn't start broadcasting it live for another five years. Prior to that, they were pre-recorded. So I think that's really, really interesting. 
Um, so in 1998, the first live telecast begins. ESPN picks it up, obviously. They've always done it. And your Ken Griffey Jr. won that contest that year. And he's going to come up big here in just a moment. Okay, we're back, back on with Julio. 15. That one's going. You know, oh, that might fall short. He got really under it. That one's going. He pulled that one hard. If it stays fair, it's gone. It's right down the line. Boom. Come on, dude. Come you know on. what? The, so one thing I – I mean, it doesn't take anything to notice this with, with watching Julio is that the dude just loves to play baseball. But the yeah. one thing about it is when you're that good at it, it's a whole lot of fun. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> anything when you're that good at it is going to be a whole lot of fun. Oh, man, that's true. 18 total right now. That's 19, and I get he just hit that 20th line drive to left field. He's pulling every one of these like he ought to. That's exactly the right answer, especially mm-hmm. according to that spray chart we had up earlier, for those of you watching. Yeah, he, he really hits bombs to left field big time. Um, he can get him out over in center field. The other day he hit a grand slam to straightaway center to the deepest part of the ballpark in Texas. That's awesome. Snuck it right over the wall. That's awesome. It was it was awesome, Greg. Let me tell you, <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those one one of those ones that you feel coming. You know, yeah. like the bases were loaded with nobody out, and I kind of wanted the two guys ahead of him to strike yeah. out, so they were still loaded when he got up, and they did. They yeah. did their jobs, and he comes up and hits a two out uh, grand slam. Okay, he's got twenty four total. He's now earned his two thirty second bonuses. And he's got one minute left. He's taking a quick breather, hitting some haterade while he's on it. Uh, 463 was his dist- longest exit velo 107. Launch angles averaging 27 degrees off the bat. Did you know home the- run number 20 was 438, 120 off the bat? Brad, do you know who the other two rookies who have won the Derby? They've only been two rookies to win the Derby of the 13 who have even participated. Um. The one I can think of off the top of my head is Aaron Judge. I remember specifically wa- watching that one. Was uh, I can't think of the other one. Polar Bear Pete. Polar Bear Pete, of course. 17 and 19. Yeah. He's built for a home run derby, though. Oh, like, yeah. I could see him. I could see him if his career, for whatever reason, ended earlier. If he just decided he didn't want to play baseball anymore. I could see him. Touring the country on like the slow pitch softball tour, yeah, like the slow pitch softball circuit, and just hitting bombs, just <laughs> or home run derby X, maybe the new home thing run derby X, yeah. But like, kind of like what uh, what Adam Sandler does in Happy Gilmore, how he charges people to to see if they can hit <laughs> home runs farther than him. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. So I That's have to awesome. hit it across the street. You have to hit it to the fence. I'll bet you fifty bucks. So uh, Bob Landis, Rob, excuse me, Rob Landis chimed in. He said, Lenny Randall. Uh, Rob, are you Lenny or is Lenny Rob? I'm not sure what you mean by that, but we're glad you're here. <laughs> Welcome to the party. And there's Ken Griffey Jr. right there. They just showed Taking him. photos. He's yep. behind the camera again. I feel like that's his favorite thing to do at the All-Star game. Last year, we saw him prominently featured in the All-Star series, uh, or festivities rather, with a camera the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's really interesting. There's another one. Now 28. You've got 20. Yes. I'm at 26 right now. There goes 30. He's at 12 seconds left. 10, 9, 8, 37. I can't imagine 30 is not going to be enough to get him through to the next round, though. Oh, man. 30. Oh, he just took his last swing. 32. Time over. 
he falls just shy of the record, which again is 35. He hit. He did have a couple that came close to that scoreboard out in left field, though. Yeah, he did. Holy smokes! Yeah, he really did. What a great opening performance! I'm going to update our bracket really quick. Julio with 30. What did I say? 32. I've got it coming up here in just a minute. Yeah, 32. Man, <laughs> that's unreal. That is unreal. Okay, here's the spray chart and some stats. <laughs> One of them fell just shy of exact straightaway center. Literally almost hit the batter's eye. 463, the longest. Exit velo max, 109. He plays center field. Very cool. Awesome. I'm excited okay, for that. Let's get, back into, so cool. let's get back into some uh, Corey Seager. But you know what? Before we do, those of you wondering – about Polar Bear Pete and some of the memorabilia, or not Polar Bear, man, I got one track mind. Julio, <laughs> Julio, if you're excited about Julio, like Brad is, this is some memorabilia that I pulled up from him. You can get this, this, this bat is, is signed in Mariner's Teal. That's and it's, awesome. It's freaking amazing. And if you're really interested in having this, you can, you can get it. It's not even that expensive. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's only $461.99 for those of you watching. <laughs> only. For, for those of you listening, $462 will get you a Julio Rodriguez autograph, dark gray, Rawlings bat, Seattle Mariner signed in teal. And it is uh, it has a BAS witness stock number and everything. BAS is Beckett Authentication. And uh, if he stays in, we've got more coming about Hello, but let's get back into Corey. Yeah, let's get back to Corey Seager for a minute. Let's put up his spray chart really quick. Brad, tell us about his spray chart. As so Corey Seager's first pitch. Corey Seager's a left-handed batter. He hits primarily to right center field. Hits a lot to center. He's got a lot of power to center field, but he will hit them to right. Um, he's not very big. He's kind of got the ideal body for a shortstop, but, man, he's got some pop. And I think he gets. I think he learned that from his brother. I've heard Kyle Seager say that he uh, he built Corey Seager's swing. Wow, that's awesome. That's very cool. Okay, we've just seen a number of pitches uh, outside the zone. Wow, he chased that one. Oh man, it was up and away, and he went after it. This dude, he's ready to go after taking a few. Oh man, talk about pop! He is yeah, clobbering dude. some of these to right and right center, just killing them. That's five. Well, it's like That's you. Good. It's like you said last week on the show that it's not surprising that Corey Seager was put into the home run derby because no. he can hit them. He can send oh, them. Yeah, in. yeah, he's clobbering these. Home run number three was four hundred forty-five feet, one hundred four off the bat. That's awesome. Yeah, his his numbers this year are impressive. Out of eighty-eight games, he has eighty-seven hits, which is most people can't say that. One hit per game? Like, seriously. It sounds really? ridiculous, but it's that's a big deal. 22 of those have been home runs. He's resting at 52 RBIs. His overall average, 250, slugging is 480, and his OPS is 804. Took his first break with a minute 32 remaining. His at-bat will resume in about 25 seconds, Brad. Okay, how many home runs do you have so far, Brig? Um, I don't know. 
They're not giving me that I'm, information. Okay, I'm at nine. Let's see if he okay. Looks like he takes a break with nine uh ten home runs. Ten home runs, he took a break. What did Julio yep. take a break with? Four hundred? I think so. <laughs> that sounds about right, give or take a couple. Yeah. So a couple of fun facts about Corey Seeger. He is the eighth player in Major League Baseball history to win both the League Champion Series MVP award and the World Series MVP award in the same season. That was 2022. 2020. Oh, sorry, 2020. Yeah, there are too many twos in my head. <laughs> Here he goes. He's back on. He missed the first one. Looks like he maybe got the second one. Is it going to fly? It is. It's out. There's number 11. Boom. So I, I got a fun fact for you, Brig. We were talking about the captain earlier. Yeah. Corey Seager grew up a Yankees fan, as many kids of his generation did, which Indeed. means that he was also a very big Derek Jeter fan. That's awesome. I think that is awesome. And I feel yeah. like you can see some of that in the way he plays shortstop. I think you're right. Because he doesn't, because like Jeter, he doesn't have a whole lot of lateral quickness. No. I've actually was, was noticing that this weekend the Mariners played the Rangers in a four-game series, uh, but he's efficient with it. And if you have the efficiency and know how to get to the ball, you can be successful as a shortstop, especially at the big league level. But, man, I that agree. arm. He's got a oh, legitimate got arm, too. Yeah. Um, he's choking up on his bat with something I think is really interesting. I always love to see little meticulous details like that, and especially mm-hmm. in exhibition competitions like this. Where it nothing, you know. I mean, it matters because of dollar bills and some prestige and notoriety. But that's it. Otherwise, it doesn't matter at all. Oh, he hit the foul pole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, talk about idiosyncrasy. So I don't, it is I don't interesting. Go ahead. It is interesting that he is choked up on the bat, even just like if that's a half an inch or an inch. Because yeah. I had a coach tell me growing up, he's like, he's like, you know what? If you have to, just choke up. He's like, you're not going to hit the ball as far, but sometimes that just doesn't matter. That's and I've noticed thinking. that there are more guys because you don't you don't get the same amount of leverage on the bat as it as it swings around. So that's why a lot of guys don't choke up, or they will put their even their pinky down over the knob as to lengthen the bat a little bit more, get yeah. some more leverage. Um, but I've noticed more guys doing it. Seeger's doing it here. Cal Raleigh does it. Kyle Lewis chokes up almost at a full inch and a half on his For bat. Sure. He's got tons of power. Yeah. So. You'll see more guys do that. Usually they'll do it with two out or two strikes just to kind of get that B hack in the there. The B hack. That's right. Right. But that's how you think of choking up is a B hack. It exactly. becomes a contact hit, not a power hit. Right. And here they are throwing power on a choked up bat. I think that's awesome. Yep. So did you know in 2020, he gave up dairy altogether? Good for him. Said he lost about 25 pounds and part of his happiness because he gave up pizza. <laughs> part of his happiness. <laughs> that's why i said good to him because good for him because that's the first thing that came to my mind i could not give up pizza <laughs> yeah i mean a chance no, no way if my doctor told me tomorrow you're lactose intolerant you need to cut out dairy entirely like well will they make the a pill for that <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure i can manage it <laughs> oh there goes number 22 23 Potentially 23 and it looks like 24 aren't going to make it out at all. These kids are having a field day shagging balls for Corey. He's winded. He looks tired. Does he? Yeah. He And there's, oh, yeah. there's another one that's out, but barely. Yeah, after uh, he popped one just about straight up with 21 home runs and he looked tired. Yep. There's 23. He's got five seconds left. If he hurries, he can get one more. But he's not going to beat Julio. Nope. 
And I don't think he earned his bonus runs or his bonus minute. Uh, he's in the he's in the bonus. He did yeah. get a full minute of bonus round. Uh, he got at least thirty. I think he did hit the scoreboard in right field at least once. I think one uh, glanced off the right side of it, so that had to have been far enough. Yeah. I don't see any indication that he gets another attempt. Like he's giving high fives and walking around and everything. Like he looks like he's done. Yeah that that was his bonus time that he was in just now. Oh, it was. Yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, he's out. <laughs> so he's so he lost. Julio Rodriguez will advance. Uh, Huzzah! If, if you're interested in a Corey Seager memorabilia, uh, we have a signed baseball bat that you we don't have it. You could buy it yeah, from Steiner Sports. <laughs> SteinerSports.com is where you can get this. Uh, I went around and looked for some fun memorabilia. This one I think is great. It's got World Series champions, LA Dodgers stamped in it. Obviously, um, Brad said that they, you know, this is his team's kind of representing the Dodgers today. So I put this in there. Um, this is five of six. There are six of these made. This is the fifth one. It's signed Corey Seager. And then on top of it, it says 2020 World Series champ, 2020 MVP. And then he's got his stats from the World Series, the World Series. It says 400 batting average, two home runs, five RBIs. And that's how you get to be the World Series MVP. This bat is yours at steinersports.com for a meager $3,356.99. My gosh. (laughs) Just in case you're interested, you can also buy a bat case for it for a small 180 additional dollars. And they'll oh, ship it to you point, for free for the next point, seven hours. It's worth <laughs> spending uh, thirty, almost what thirty three hundred dollars on a bat. I think yeah. you, I think another hundred eighty is worth the investment. Uh, yeah, certainly. Yeah, I want that one signed by the woodmaker, the woodworker. <laughs> <laughs> I want the, it to be one of case. one. <laughs> I want it to be a custom one of one. <laughs> nice. All right, so. I don't I don't know who we have next. Real quick, let's let's get into a couple of current events here real quick, Brig. The the All big right. the top the top tier item that we have is Juan Soto. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk about him a little bit more later while he hits, but the big thing is that he rejected the Nats latest offer for $440 million over 15 years. Um, initially, John Heyman had reported that there was a lot of deferred or back-end money on that, like the Bryce Harper deal, and that's why he turned it down. But as it turns out, that is not the case. I read that today, that that is not the case. Um, oh, looks like Jewel missed uh, how many Julio Rodriguez hit. He hit 32. 32, Jewel. Julio. Yeah, hit, 30, hit 32 bombs. Okay. Acuna's um, at the plate right now. Oh, is he? Okay, we'll get back to Juan Soto later. Go ahead. Okay, so Ronald Acuna Jr. has yet to hit his first one out. Um, I am sad to say. Okay, there's one. Let me give you a little bit of information about Acuna. Break while he hit the hitting. camera, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Amazing. So Acuna is six feet tall. He weighs 205 pounds. He is 24 years old. Bats right, as you can see, those of you watching. He plays for the Atlanta Braves jersey number 13. Nicknames are Sabanero Soy or... El de la Sabana, which means uh, either I am the Savannah or I am of the Savannah. So I thought those were interesting nicknames for Acuna. Yeah. Look at his spray chart. Um, he 
primarily this year he doesn't have a whole lot of home runs because he missed a lot of time coming back from that ACL tear from last year. But everything has either been center field or left center, pretty much center field and left. He has not hit any opposite field yet. But for him, the season is still young, so we'll probably see some more of those later on. But He's taking his first time out. He's got a minute 44 left. He's hitting nine total home runs before his break. Hmm. Rut row. Yeah, that could be trouble. That's a big fat rut row right there is what I have to say. So let's get some of these fun facts out of the way before he gets eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, because that's not going to do it against Alonzo. Yeah, Go it's ahead. not. It's not. Okay, so a couple things that are really, really fun. He is the, only the fourth player in Major League Baseball history to hit leadoff home runs in both games of a doubleheader. Interesting. He did in 2018, which is interesting because that was his debut year. At 20 years old, 293 days old, 20 years, 293, he became the youngest player in MLB history to to hit a postseason Grand Slam. That was October 7, 2018, versus Walker Bueller. Okay, we're back at the plate. Acuna keeps missing. Well, you There's know, one. it's interesting because he was in the home run derby a couple years ago. And do you remember what they were saying about him? They're like, he's the guy in this derby who has the swing that's built for it, right? Yeah. He's got the uppercut swing. But he didn't do well then either. No, he didn't. If I recall. And he's not doing well now. We've got a minute 17 left. He's only got 11 home runs. He just muffed another one. That one's out. 117 off the bat. Nope. That one's not going to be 13. There's 12, though. No, he takes a pitch. Oh, man. One minute left. Ooh, 103 off the bat. That one's gone straight away center, left center. Boom. Pulled that one. 108 miles an hour off the bat. That one's going all the way left. Ah, 109. I don't know if 109 is going to do it. So if he's if he's not gonna if he's not gonna make it through, let's do our other fun fact we have with him. Yeah, right? let's do it. So in 2019, he was the rookie of the year. He uh, he got an All Star game selection every year since, and he was the stolen base leader in 2019 as well as Silver Sluggers in 19 and 20, and he was a member of the 3030 Club in 2019 as well. You don't see many guys in the 3030 Club even anymore. I don't know how many 4040s no. we're gonna get. Uh, in the future if we get any because yeah, i don't know stealing bases is seen as um high risk low reward with a lot of clubs so they don't yeah. want to do it i agree okay he's coming up on the end here he's only got one bonus 30 seconds that's uh looks like he's got 18 right now let's get into some uh, memorabilia a couple things that i found i thought were really cool is that at sportsmemorabilia.com you can buy a ton of different acuna cards but if you want a card with just acuna you can get it. It's right here. Um, oops, that's for Pujols. Where's the Acuna one? Here we go. For You can get one with just Acuna, but if you want one with Shohei Otani and Acuna as joint Rookie of the Year winners for the league right there, you can get it. It'll only cost you $18,272.99. Signed by both players. They're side-by-side side on the card. I don't know if it's number. I think it, it's number 10, but I don't know if... That's PSA, that's PSA 10. That's its rating. Oh, means that card is in perfect condition. 10 perfect out of 10. Condition. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, if you have baseball cards from 2018, maybe go check them. I think you could still get some money for that card, if it, even if it's not signed. Yeah. But if you want it signed, it'll it'll cost you $18,000. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Let's do uh, yeah. one more really quick while he's got his bonus roundup. So let's say you want a bat just in case, right? You're you're, you're not willing to spend eighteen thousand dollars on a baseball card, but you got half of that, and you you got nine thousand dollars lying around. You don't know what you're going to do with it, but you love Ronald Acuna Jr. and you just can't get enough, so you can get a bat certified, game used, and signed. No big deal. Ninety-one hundred dollars. That's at sportsmemorabilia.com, and it can be yours today. Free shipping for the next seven hours. I'm not getting paid free to say shipping. that. Free I'm shipping. Yeah. And again, 180 bucks, will, 180 bucks will get you that, that back case. There you go. There's your deal right there. Looks like all the sports memorabilia companies are using the same back case company because they were all running the same ad. It almost looked like a cookie had infiltrated my, my search engine. It, it probably was a uh, a cookie generated ad saying, "Oh, Brig, you're shopping for high end bats. Yeah, let's get you a case for that bad boy, a very expensive one." Yes. Okay, Absolutely. Ronald Acuna eliminated. Brad, how many homers do you have for him? He's coming up. Uh, he's got 19 as time winds down. 19. And hasn't been officially eliminated yet. I mean, what if ha- something happens to Pete Alonso? And uh, yeah, you're right. And 19 is enough. You can oh, tell he's not happy with so his performance, sad. though. He shook his head as he walked out of the box. Yeah. Polar Bear Pete! Brad, give us the tail of the tape. All right, the tail of the tape with Polar Bear Pete. He is a massive human being. Being He is so big. He's six foot three, 245 pounds, age 27, bats right. Plays for your New York Mets, wears jersey number 21. And as we've said multiple times already, his nickname is Polar Bear. Let's look at his 44, isn't it? I don't know. Baseball reference at 21. Oh, they're lying. Are they? Yeah. It looks like he's wearing 20 today. Is he? Yeah. Because he was wearing 44 last year. Oh, well, whatever. I don't know. Anyway. All right. His spray chart. Um, He hits most of them to left field because he's a big time pull hitter. He'll hit some of the opposite direction, but a little, but we have one that would have snuck out at Dodger Stadium down the right field line. He'll hit some to right center field, um, but primarily he's he's jacking them to left field. And we saw that last year in the Derby. He was grooving. He was feeling it. He was bebopping. Oh, yeah. And it was like nothing to him to hit those balls out to the concourse at Coors Field. Here he goes. He's up the plate. First pitch on its way. Pulled it. Does it have the distance? That's the question. It looks like it does not. Nope. Takes the second pitch. Oh, boy, throwing to him is going to have to hold more balls in his hand. Nope, that's not going to work. Throw the balls faster, buddy. Your guy, Polar Bear, needs you. That one's gone. <laughs> that'll that'll get out of here. That's two. That's three. That's third one's. Oh, my gosh. That was a moot shot. <laughs> <laughs> It was like a 75-degree launch angle. <laughs> but he hit it like 150 miles an hour. I don't know. I'm making it up. It Unofficial incredible. stats. <laughs> Unofficial stat cast Unofficial information stat. from Brig. I love it. The guy throwing to him is wearing a Nationals jersey, which is altogether confusing and unsettling for everyone involved, except for Polar Bear. Apparently, he chose him. That's uh, It better be his dad or something. Okay. That is, Could you imagine? Uh, Having your dad come up and throw to you, and uh, he's wearing a Nats jersey. Uh, uh, no, that would be home run number two, four hundred eighty feet, one eleven off the bat. Incredible. Well, as Holy he continues God. to cook past this, where it missed the halfway mark, 
He has, it looks like eight, if that one barely makes it out, <coughs> which it does just barely. He holds the all-time single-season rookie home run record. He set it in 2019. That's 53 home runs, for those of you counting, all you actuaries at home. That's 53 <laughs> home runs. He beat Aaron Judge's 52 from the two seasons before in 2017. He takes his first uh, timeout after he launches the 10th one out. 100, it's not 100. One minute, 20 seconds left. He's got a minute, 20 seconds. He's earned both 30-second bonuses. He has 10 going into this break. This is his third home run derby, Brad the Man. This and is he's what I'm won excited about. I'm excited to talk thing. about this. This is so cool. Uh, last year, he won. He hit 74 home runs last year to win it. 20 of them were over 475 feet. 20. You know, I think a big part of that is the way that he hits them because he has such a high launch angle. Yeah. That they kind of got up. If there was any kind of wind at all, they would kind of get up in the jet stream there, you know, and I think it would help them. Not, yeah. not taking anything away from his strength, but because it, it takes a whole lot of strength to be able to do that, right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And then, but then you factor in the altitude with that, and it's, there's nobody else had any chance. Nobody stood a chance against him last year. So like as said, he, he just- was grooving. He was. As he jumps into the box again, we're going to start throwing some pitches here. He's going to pull that one for number 11 easily. I'm going to tell you that if you're really interested in Polar Bear Pete uh, memorabilia, there goes number 12. Um, I went around looking for the most expensive Polar Bear Pete memorabilia I could find. I just wanted to see, like, what is the top end here? (laughs) Um, And I was actually surprised. So uh, it's Steiner Sports Memorabilia, which I feel like has the highest quality memorabilia, but also the most expensive. So, you know, for your G-Wiz collection, we do this a lot, and they're they're really good at what they do, but you pay for it. Anyway, um, you can buy a baseball card signed by Polar Bear Pete Alonzo from his 2019 All-Star Weekend and Home Run Derby and Victory at the Home Run Derby. It's a Tops Now card. There's only one of these available, Brad. Only one. Only, only one. one. One of one. And you get free shipping for the next seven hours. Um, <laughs> I swear, go look at it. Uh, how much would you, how much would you assess this card at costs? Um, a one of one has got to, especially with like the way that it, I would probably guess at least 30 grand. Not a even one close. Of one. You're not, not even close. close. Is it over a hundred? Bro. It's over nine thousand dollars, just over nine thousand dollars. Oh, I said I said thirty. Yeah, that's why I said you're not even close. <laughs> <laughs> I lost, and the price is right. <laughs> the price, the price was wrong, is wrong, Bob. Bob. <laughs> Get out of my head, Brad. <laughs> well, so that's crazy though, because there was some kid the other day it was i mean a couple weeks ago who pulled a one of one football card i can't remember who it was yeah right and he that sold like the next day for like 50 grand and then somebody else bought it for 150 it wasn't even signed it was just straight out of the package shock value dudes shock value guess, scarcity man. what do they call it uh recency bias that's all that is yeah you're probably right I okay polar right. bear has 17 home runs he only has to hit three more 
to walk away with the victory in the first round over Acuna's 19 home runs. He has a full minute to do it. Um, I'm not worried. I wouldn't be either. There goes the first one. What you won't bet. (laughs) (laughs) We already did. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, you're right. We did. No, muffed that one. 18. Throw him. Throw him a decent pitch, dude. Oh, I'm upset. Is he pitching around him? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's pitching for the Nats. There it goes. Sabotage. There's 20. Step out of the box. You're done. You don't have to keep swinging. Stop it. He just wants to put on a show. Insurance run number 21. There we go. He walks away. 21 homers. Acuna is out, ladies and gentlemen. I will say this. It was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be at 19. I am bothered, and I agree with you. But if you'll remember last year and the year before, he was economical. And he got to go second. If I remember right, he got to go second both times. And so he knew exactly what he had to do. When he put when he went up against Vlad, it was an intense because Vlad didn't know where the bar was. He had to set right. it. Yeah. Yep. Pretty interesting. Okay, a couple of things about Ronald Acuna Jr. Um, that uh, I think are interesting. 59 games, 61 hits, eight home runs this year. That's it. Eight home runs. 22 RBIs. He's batting 265, 413, 776. And he has now been eliminated from your 2022 home run derby. But, Brig, you got to think about this. 59 games with eight home runs. That's one home run every seven games still. Oh, no, it's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad at all. But if you compare it to Polar Bear Pete, 92 games, 91 hits, 24 of them home runs. He he leads the National League right now in RBIs with 78. It's true. That's that's double the rate, 3.8 games per home run. And Acuna's batting average, 265. Pete Alonso's batting average, 265. Maybe that's how they matched him up. Maybe. No. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it, too. Yeah. <laughs> Now we're going to – I thought this would be closer to the finale to watch Polar Bear and Julio, but no. It will be round two in the semis. That is exciting business. Very exciting. Um, Yeah, that will be a good matchup. I I bet you they're going to have Julio go first. I think think the Polar Bear has earned uh, going second through the entire derby because of being two-time defending champion. Yeah, I agree. So, so Julio's going to have to hit a whole bunch to set to set the bar in that round. He hit 32 in round one. Pete Alonso won with 21. Right, but he also stopped. He only had 30 seconds left. Do you think he was going to hit 11 more in 30 seconds? I don't know. Jewel is here with us. Jewel, I know we called you out earlier on a comment, but you waved, and we're going to wave back. Wave it, Jewel. Hey, Jewel. Hi, Jewel. <laughs> Glad you're here. Thanks for joining us. Um, okay, who's up next? Boy, we don't even know, do we? Why don't we get don't back know. to some kind of events while we're waiting? Let's Brad. talk a little bit more about one. Uh, let's say one Soto. We'll save the rest of that conversation for when he's up. Okay. Um, Brick and I have been talking a lot about this. One thing we love in baseball is small ball. And we've been talking a lot about how it seems like the teams that are the most successful and have the most sustained su- success are the ones playing small ball mingled with 
the long ball, right? Right. Like, explain to us because you bring it up all the time with your Yankees. Explain to us what the Yankees are doing that's different from last year as far as small ball goes. Well, the the idea is that they're playing fundamentally better baseball. They're stealing bases. They're first of all, they're getting on bases. They're hitting for contact. It feels like they're batting for average more than they're batting for power. They're striking out fewer times in each opportunity. They get themselves on base. Then they steal a base. Then they move over, sacrifice flies. I saw a couple of sack bunts, suicide bunts, squeeze plays that you just would never have seen last year. You never would have seen it the year before. And I feel like it's the one thing that has changed. Yes, their defensive got better. Yes, they're more well-rounded. Yeah, they're more well-rounded personality-wise, personnel-wise, and that is affecting everything. But I think the number one difference is that they are organizationally, it seems like, running the bases, stealing them, getting on base. They're just, like you say, manufacturing runs instead of hoping that a ball goes out and carries them. They still do that. Right. But it's not there. It's not the only game in town now. They're not and reliant, completely reliant on it. So here's one for you, Brig. The Yankees are third in Major League Baseball in stolen bases with 63. The Marlins lead to 75, and then the Rangers have 74. As far as sacrifice bunts go, they have seven on the season, which puts them it puts them at the league average. Yeah. Um, the D-backs are leading with 15. Talk about playing small ball, but it's not working for them because they, they don't complement it with anything else. Right, but listen, the, that that means the Yankees are at the league average for for bunts. Yeah. The, you the you can't spell bunt with y a n k e e s the last few years. <laughs> you can't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't work. <laughs> you also can't spell fly because they are actually in the top half of Major League Baseball with twenty seven sack flies. The Giants have the most at thirty five, um, but. It's a big deal. It's a big deal to be able to, especially the the bunting, because so few coaches growing up are willing to teach bunting, and so few guys are willing to learn it. Yeah, that knowing how to lay down a good bunt is so crucial, especially with the extra innings rules, the ghost runner on second. Like a lot of people are like, just lay down a bunt, move the runner to third. It's like no guys don't know how to bunt. Like people, like I'm in a Mariners group, and they, people complain about it all the time. Yeah. Like just lay down the bunt. It's like no, the Mariners are like bottom five in the league with ability to lay just lay down a bunt they just cannot do it so they don't they know their weakness so they don't do it well and look what happens well they i lose I those mean, opportunities what i'm saying they do they do lose those on that opportunity in the moment mm-hmm. yeah they do they they miss out on it but the one one thing the mariners do do really well is steal bases yeah like that well, is something because the of their young done. talent, right? Julio's leading all rookies in stolen bases, um, but the Mariners are just above league average. But lately, what they've done, rather than just being free and loose on stealing bases, because that's what they're doing early on, early on in the season, they're just like got a runner on first. He's going to try to take second if he's got any kind of speed. So Dylan Moore was running all the time. Julio Rodriguez continues to run, run all the time. Continues to take bases. He's doing amazing with that. It's, yeah. it's awesome. Um, but the other day, Sam Haggerty started the started the tenth inning on second base, and then just took third. I had a friend; she said that he he stole third base like a kid was taking a candy bar, <laughs> <laughs> just like blowing raspberries and everything. Yeah, yeah it was amazing. It was That's absolutely awesome. amazing. I loved it so much. 
All right, so. baseball family, here's who Jose Ramirez, and he's on my team. So we're going to let him take that first pitch and get away with it. He plays for Cleveland's ball club that changed their name recently, um, for those of you that don't know. And now they are referred to as Cleveland's ball club. We've got a couple of fun facts about Jose. Let me give the tail of tape, Brig, before you oh, do that. Oh, yeah, you do, do the tail of tape. Okay, so Jose Ramirez, height 5 feet 9 inches, weighs 190 pounds, age 29, bats both. He's a switch hitter. I'd be interested to see if maybe he gets tired right-handed, goes switched, switches to the left side. Uh, like we said, plays for Cleveland, also known as the Guardians, jersey number 11, and nickname is Enriquito, which is actually for his middle name. is His middle name is Enrique. That's where that comes from. Um, let's look at his spray chart right quick if i can find it where'd it go i know i have it brig you do have it yeah it's there while you're doing that he is spraying these kids in the outfield (laughs) (laughs) how many does he i have one so far three he's at three with a minute 55 left he is really upset with himself um these are not going his way and they're not going the way of polar bear pete alonzo so it's a little upsetting for him. There's a couple he's grooved. Took a break with four. He took a break with four at a minute 43 left in the round. None of them are earning him bonus time. You've got some time. I wonder if he's going to um, switch to the other side when he comes back from his break. Yeah. Uh, fun fact about that. With Jose's... Um, Derby participation today. No switch hitter has ever won the Derby outright. But Ruben Sierra did share the title with Eric Davis in 1989. The only other switch hitter to make it to the finals is Lance Berkman. That was in 2004. Otherwise, no other switch hitters have even participated. Wow. That's actually really interesting. I thought so. Fascinating break. Thank you, sir. Fun fact about Julio, or jeez, Jose. Man, we know who's gonna win. We know who's gonna win. It's either gonna be Jose or geez, it's either gonna be Julio <laughs> or Polar Bear Pete. That's sure I what need, it feels like. I need more Frasca. <laughs> That's sure what it feels like at this point. I'll tell you that. It does. Okay, we're back on. He continues to hit them uh into well, they're deep outfield, but it's not working. I have him coming back from the uh, from the break right now. And, you know, I'll be honest with you, though, Brig. I was actually surprised that he was going to be in the Derby. Yeah, me too. Because I don't think of Jose Ramirez as a, as a power hitter. He's got 19 on the season, but I did see that he's only got six since June 1st. He does lead the American League in RBIs, though, with 75. And that is definitely exciting. There goes number nine, looks like. That might even be number 10. Nope, it's not. He's hit hit the the foul pole pole twice now. Has he? That's the second one. If he hits the foul pole again, that's the third time. (laughs) (laughs) He's hit the foul pole three times. (laughs) It looks like that's going to be. He might need to adjust his swing a little bit, adjust his timing. If he's hitting them just barely fair like that. Yeah. So that reminds me of um, on Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball when you would play the home run derby. Uh, you couldn't hit the ball foul. The closest you would do is like is hit it down the line, and you would always it would always hit the foul pole on that. Like so, you might have a home oh, okay. run derby where you hit the foul pole six or seven times if you pulled it down the line. 
and, uh, <laughs> and nothing fades either. So nothing slices. So if you're hitting it the opposite direction, it's hitting the foul pole too. That's amazing. <laughs> that was when I learned the rule about the foul pole. I was playing Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball. So I have okay. him at 13 home runs so far. Brig, what do you have him at? 14. He just ended with 14. Juan Soto's coming to the plate first. Let me tell you something about – oh, 15. Looks like they officially clocked it at 15. Um, one last thing. Let's do one of these memorabilia deals about Jose really quick. If I can get there on my chart. Okay. So memorabilia is always fun, and I really like to find memorabilia. So let's do something on the cheaper side since he's probably going to lose. Um if you want something on the cheaper side that's more affordable, which I know we all do sometimes, you can get a signed 8x10 photograph of him hitting. Here's what it looks like. It is uh, holographed and authenticated by Fanatics, and it, it'll cost you 130 bucks. So I feel like that's the most reasonably thing price I was able to find <laughs> on the entire, in the entire lineup tonight. It was $130 for an 8x10 print of... Uh, Jose in an Indians uniform hitting it out. Looks like out of the park, honestly. That is a novelty in an Indians uniform. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Got some bonus time for Jose. Oh, yeah. He's still up with 15. Okay. On his bonus time. I didn't think he'd earned any bonus time, so that's kind of interesting. Do you think he should switch over to the left side, Brig? I mean, obviously, I mean, it seems like he's more comfortable on the right side. That's why he's doing the derby on the right side. But man, yeah, yeah, I don't have any idea. Um, I think I, I wonder how much of that has to do with the guy lobbing him the balls. There's because that's a huge factor in this competition that gets not enough attention is that the guy throwing you baseballs is a big, big part of your success or failure. Uh Who was it? Was it last year or two years ago? Somebody, their pitcher was way off. was just like throwing them all over the zone. Yeah. So many of them were not even in the zone. I feel like it was Mike Trout. Was it? I don't remember. Why don't you give us us a tale of the tape on Juan Soto? Looks like he's coming up to the plate. Let's get into Juan Soto real quick. So Juan Soto... Is six foot two, two six foot two, two twenty four. He is twenty three years old. He bats left handed. He plays for the Washington Nationals, also affectionately known as the Walgreens Natinals. He wears <laughs> number twenty two. Nicknames are Lafayetta, Childish Bambino, Juanjo, Soto Pacheco are his nicknames. Um, and I looked up Lafayetta, and that means the beast. Ah. which I think is absolutely fitting for Juan Soto. Here is his spray chart. It is just that, Brig. It is indeed a spray chart. Yep. He hits the ball all over the yard. He sure does. Everywhere. He He's got power everywhere. Too, which is crazy. Yep. It's crazy. This guy's so crazy. He's crazy guy. He's crazy guy. <laughs> <laughs> Here he comes up to the plate right now. Fun fact about Juan Soto. He takes a timeout, tells his guy to back up a little bit. He's he's waving him off, asking the umpire to help him communicate. Something's going on here. He's very upset. What is this? The bullpen catcher is is not does not understand what's going on either. He says he's too close. Uh-oh. Trouble in the ravine. Bad angle. What is he talking about? 
Looks like they want to back up the pitching mound. Huh. Is is Juan Soto turning into a little bit of a diva here? Like, what's going on? This, I mean, he literally has the his guy, a production manager or producer for the show, and the bullpen catcher are out there adjusting the screen and the little bullpen mound that they've got over there. <laughs> okay. what's, what's going on here? This is that was weird. All right. <laughs> now he's back. First pitch is not going to make it out. If that does, then we're all in trouble. It didn't make it out. Oh, no. He missed that first one entirely. They didn't get it all. And it went out. Uh, the competition is now in trouble, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I have to say. <laughs> okay. He only has to hit 18 to beat Jose Ramirez. 18. Jose had 17. So 18 is the goal. Looks like he's going to do it. <laughs> There's number four. Number five's going all the way out at uh, two minutes and 23 seconds left. Looks like he just swung on. No, he's missed a couple in a row. But as I've pointed out, that doesn't matter because they still go out when he misses. Oh, there it goes. Oh, my. Get out of here. Get out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> This is so good. Brad, you're getting a pie in the face. <laughs> I'm not going to get a pie in the face, Brig, because Julio no. is going to win this for me. No, he's not. Oh, Polar Bear is going to beat the crap out of him in the next round. Just you wait, Henry Higgins. Soto's Just one of my guys, wait. Brig, by the way. Huh? Soto's one of my guys. What? Yeah, because he's because remember, I had the American League side. Oh, plus Soto. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> Dang it. Well, I still love watching him play the baseball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Play the baseballs, is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> All right, while he's doing this thing, uh, fun fact about Soto, he takes a break with 10 home runs, unless they ghost him one like they've been doing everybody else. He's got a minute 24 left. He's got 10 accrued. Fun fact, Juan Soto is the fourth youngest player in postseason history to homer in the World Series. Do you know that? Fourth youngest to uh, Homer in the World Series. He trails only Miguel Cabrera, Andrew Jones, and Mickey Mantle. It's a pretty good list. Pretty, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> well, and one of those home runs he hit in the World Series went up on the train tracks in yeah. left field in Houston. So that was like opposite opposite field power that we I've never seen before. That was insane. I remember was, that home run like it was yesterday. It was insane. Well, and that series was all that whole series was insane because nobody won any home games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was ins- it was nuts. Yep, yep. looks like so he's while, while he's hitting though, <laughs> while he while he's hitting though, Brig, let's talk a little bit more about what's going on with him because okay, uh, we talked about the four forty over fifteen. He declined that. There was no deferred money like John Heyman had initially uh, reported. And you know sometimes that stuff gets mixed up, so I'm not blaming for him sure. for anything. Um, but one of the factors for him turning it down is that the learners, the owners, are looking at selling the team. Yeah. And so there's a stability issue there. Um, so the uh, um, the team, after saying that they're not going to trade him, they put him up on the trade block, and now the vultures are circling. Oh, no. Not just circling. It's like laser beams. <laughs> it is a lot. Like, it's it like sharks with freaking laser beams on their heads. 
<laughs> is what it is. They are. You're right. <laughs> yeah. For you Xenials exactly out there who got that reference. <laughs> but so the, here's the, here's the other interesting with that trade with with the trade talks though is that I was talking to somebody in a Facebook group the other day about it. I said something about how like because it was it was Mar- is that same Mariners group and a, a lot of people are like oh the Mariners should make a run at him like no because the only they're gonna only guy they're gonna want is Julio. They're going to demand Julio Rodriguez. And somebody's like, well, no, they can't ask that much because he's not going to sign. It's like, this is the kicker. He's not a free agent until 2024. There is zero urgency to move him. That's right. Zero. So for those of you who think you're going to be able to get (laughs) on a bargain, it's not going to happen. He just won. He didn't need his bonus time. He didn't need his bonus time. He he hit 18. It was the most epic bat flip in the history of the home run derby. I can't wait to see it. You gotta see this. <laughs> it's no good. <laughs> Not there yet. <laughs> so far behind. This is ridiculous. He crushes it. Nice. Pulls it. Pulls it to right center. It fades to right. He steps out of the box and hurls his bat. Whoosh. Gorgeous bat, by the way. It's got a Miami Vice fade on it with like a pale pink handle and like a baby powdered baby blue barrel. It's excellent. So, Brig, I have a, I have to ask you about okay. your preference for a bat flip because you've come around on the bat flip over the last couple oh, years, which I appreciate. Thank you. I totally because he used around. to. For those of you who don't know, Brig used to be a curmudgeon about bat flips. It was full blown poopy pantsery, is what it was. Yes. <laughs> Do you prefer the bat flip from the handle or the barrel? Um, I think it depends on who it is. And how they do it? Yeah, and the situation, honestly. Do you have an opinion? Because I don't I don't know how to answer that. I do have an opinion because I feel like they get more more rotation from mm-hmm. the handle. Yeah. And that's kind of the way I prefer it is is the flip from the handle to get more rotation. Now, don't get me wrong. A properly executed flip from the barrel, yeah, is fantastic. Like that, that flip just now with with Soto was great. Totally from the barrel, and Julio has done some pretty good ones from the barrel. But I, my preference comes from the handle. Hey, give us a tail of the tape on the machine. He's stepping up. Okay, all right. So we have <clears throat> we have Albert Pujols, who is six three, two thirty five, and the oldest by far in the competition. At a whopping 42 years old on his farewell. No, no, he's and... 12. <laughs> he is 12. Okay. He bats right-handed <laughs> plays for the St. Louis Cardinals, jersey number five. His nicknames are Prince Albert, Fat Albert with a PH, The Machine, La, Cam- La Maquina, and Tio Albert. I love Tio Albert. That's amazing. I do too. It's so good. And then his spray chart. He has not hit very many home runs this year, Brig. I know. But they've mostly all been down the left field line, <laughs> taking the shortcut as far as home runs go. The guy on the mound throwing for him is wearing a number five Pujols jersey as well. That's pretty cool. As he should wonder, be. Wonder if they're related. <laughs> all right. I he's taking the first two or three pitches before he's even made a swing. Deep center field. It's out of here. No, it's not. It fell short of the line. Oh, oh no. no. No, they keep falling short, Brad. This is his fifth home run derby, by the way, for those of you paying attention. This is his fifth home run derby. 
That's awesome. Yeah. I have to, I like so cool. He's never won one. No. Right. No, he's never won one. He lost in the finals to Garrett Anderson in 03 by one home run. <laughs> and I don't think he's going to win today. <laughs> no. Unless he really gets in a groove. He's got to heat up fast. There goes one, right? Does that one, does that one go out? Yeah, he's got yeah. one. Yeah, he called a timeout with one. Because he's old. <laughs> he's hit, well, I don't think it's his old. I don't think it's his age, although he is old. Being a whole 12 years old. A couple things that are fun about him. Obviously, it's his farewell tour this year. That's kind of fun why he's uh, he's out here doing this. But he is eighth on the all-time list of most home runs during the Home Run Derby. So if you add up every home run he's hit in a derby, the total is 71 cumulatively. That's to put him at eight out of ten total. Guess who's number one on that list? Has the most home runs? Who has cumulatively hit the most home runs in all of their combined derby participation? It's got to be Pete Alonzo. It is. It's Pete Alonzo. 131 like with, total before today. Yeah, I feel like with the new format, uh, they, they're they getting more than 10 outs like they used to get with the old format, which is yeah. strange because it's like with the 10 outs, like we saw Josh Hamilton put on a show with 10 outs, right? Just go absolutely nuts. Oh, yeah. He went nuts. But then you see guys hitting more than that in less time because Hamilton, I felt like, was up all night long hitting home runs. Yeah. You know? Oh, now so. he's in a groove, bud. Here we go. Oh, that last one failed. Looks like he's clocked four. They're going to give him that fifth one. Here it goes. Yep, it's out of here. There's five. I'm curious if he has a preference uh, middle and away over the plate because yeah. that's where most of the balls are. They're outside corner or they're favoring the outside part of the plate rather than being inside. I feel like as oh, a power hitter, I would prefer the ball middle in. I would too. Easier but he's to wanting the middle low. Yeah, oh. He's wanting to go down to get him. Yeah, because he's he's even told the guy at the very beginning like he was putting his hand motioning as though he wanted him to be a little bit lower. Yeah. Looks like he has seven right now. He pulls that one. That's going to be eight for sure. Yeah. I don't eight. think he's going to get his bonus time. Number no, seven looked like it might go for bonus, though. It might. Off the bat, looked good. Yeah, that one looked really good, number nine. Nine looks really good. Okay, a couple things while you're watching. Another fun fact, he's the only player – in Major League history to bat at least 300 with 30 or more home runs and 100 or more RBIs in his first 10 seasons. That's well, each those season first, for his first 10 seasons. As I say, those first 10 seasons are what got him into the Hall of Fame. No doubt. Well, look, listen to that again. He batted at least 300. He had 30 or more home runs and 100 or more RBIs every season for the first 10 seasons. Like that includes his rookie campaign and everything. Like it's insane. Right. Yeah. <laughs> There's like he that's he was mature before he got there. Yeah, he was he was ready. He was ready to play when he got to the show. Um well here <laughs> this is kind of a funny one, Brig. Albert Pujols holds the record all time 
all time. Do you know what it is? No. For grounding into a double play. <laughs> Are you serious? 421 to date. Whoa. Over his career. He led led the league in 2007, 2011, 2014, and 2016. Led the league in grounding into a double play. Wow. I wonder how much has to do with the shift with that. Because I think even in 2007, before the shift was mainstream, I think teams were moving over toward the third baseline on him. I think you're right. Okay, <laughs> everyone is is standing around him before his 30-second bonus time, cheering him on, waving at him, fanning him off, patting him on the butt. Everything is going his way right now. It looked like he just had a pep talk from the entire all-star roster, both sides. I don't know what's going on, but he hasn't even had his bonus time, and they're literally mobbing home plate. <laughs> Everybody's clapping, cheering him on. Yeah, Soto's there exciting. fanning him, trying to cool him down a little bit. Is Schwarber in there even giving him a pep talk? Is, I don't is, know. Uh, I didn't see Kyle. Opponent. I'll bet you Kyle is in the is in the clubhouse. Oh, Machado just handed him a new bat. It's got more hits in it. Yeah, it does. Maybe that's what it is. So I'm going to get into my favorite uh, memorabilia for the whole thing. Like all the research I did on memorabilia, I got to get into my favorite one ever. Ready? Go for it. Okay. Albert Pujols currently has 681 career home runs, right? Okay. It's his last season. If you could buy a ticket stub from every single game where he hit a home run, you would have 541 authenticated ticket stubs. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, it goes all the way back to his debut in 2001. Guess what? You can buy that pack right there. All 541 authenticated ticket stubs from every game that the machine has hit a home run in for his whole career. (laughs) I could not, I was astonished when I found this. It'll only cost you. It's only going to cost you $909,099.99. So if it's for me, I'd, I'd wait the, the next 50 or so games of the season. <laughs> if you can wait till November to spend that million dollars that's burning a hole in your pocket, you probably <laughs> will get a couple more ticket stubs in this pack because you know the collector is watching for the remainder of this season and going to be adding to it. The, the price will go up. But I was gonna say I'm I'm curious how much the price will go up the rest of the season. So we're gonna have with- to come back at the end of the season. We'll keep a track of this. I've got the link saved and everything. This is currently at steinersports.com. And uh so yeah, for just under one million dollars, you can get authenticated ticket stubs from every game Albert Pujols has ever hit a home run at. Is that insane? Am I the only one that thinks that's incredible? That is, it is incredible. Every one of them for the last. I'm curious. I'm curious if those are ticket stubs that were tracked down after the fact. Like, I mean, obviously after the fact, right? But if it was like somebody who had this plan from the very beginning, right? Because you can go to, you can go to the front office and say, can I buy a commemorative ticket for today's game? Yep. They say, yeah, sure. It costs this much, you know? So, I'm curious if that was somebody back in 2001 who had the foresight to go to the 
to go to the ticket office and say, I'd like to buy a commemorative ticket for today because Albert Pujols hit a home run. Or if it was somebody who tracked down, did all the legwork to find people, said, hey, I'm trying to get Albert Pujols home run tickets from home run games. And like if these are like torn off and whatever, right? Right. I'm really curious how this process like Hollywood about this process because that's it crazy. makes me want to watch like I want to call Steiner and say get me in contact with the collector so that I can talk to him because for a million dollars you got to know they would communicate I would think so okay here comes Kyle Schwarber let's do the tail of the tape on the Schwabs and tail the tape on the Schwabs Kyle Schwaba I keep almost clicking on the, the memorabilia overlays, Brig. There we go. <laughs> Kyle Schwarber, height six feet, weight 229, age 29, bats left, plays for the Philadelphia Phillies. He is a beefy boy and wears jersey number 12. His nicknames are Hulk, Schwarbs, Warbird, Schwarby, and as we like to call him, Schwaba. Ah! Schwaba. First pitch. Then- First pitch sales out of here. Oh, he's primarily a pull guy. I've got a spray chart up here. He's primarily a pull guy. He's going to hit him straight away and right field. He's so far this season, he has hit two to right field. And one of those would have just snuck out at Dodger stadium. Yeah. So these are, these are primarily going to be pulled to right field and they're going to be high and they will be far because that's what he does. Well, and he is muscling these ones, his bat, his hand speed. The thing I love about Kyle Schwarber is his hands. They look like they move really, really fast. He, he pulls that bat around faster, and I feel like there's less hip involved than some other guys have. He's just arming these things out of there. Can you? Are you watching he does, this? Yeah, he does have a very upper body-centric swing, but at the same time, if you look at his back foot, watch how fast his back foot rotates when he swings. Yeah, that's a good point. He's really bringing his hips through. I mean, that's a... <laughs> there's there are a couple guys who i i have kids watch when they want to learn how to like really swing a bat like really swing a bat one yeah. of them is bryce harper because the yeah. amount of torque that he generates is insane um i've never thought about having somebody look at kyle schwarber because i just thought it exactly muscling the ball out but no he's he's a fundamental hitter top to bottom no for sure i mean he has to be but it's just so quick i think that's what kills me is that it's just so? Oh, he just missed number eight. That's it's just so quick. But did you see his cleats? Look at those fanatics cleats. The oh yeah, those are awesome. Poking out of the cleat on his back foot, his left foot. It's it looks like it. Yeah, yeah, the green and then that's cool. I love that Phillies players will do that. They'll put the fanatic on their spikes. Yeah, because the fanatic to me is uh, one of the. I mean, he's a top five mascot in all of sports, not just baseball. Yeah, we've talked about that a bunch. Yeah. Fun fact about Kyle Schwarber. Currently, he has 29 home runs on the season. That places him second in the league behind Aaron Judge's 30. And he's on pace right now to finish uh, at 53 on the season. So if he and if he does finish 53 on the season, then that will put him in the likes of some pretty important people within the Phillies organization. Currently, he is the fourth. He's hit the fourth most home runs by a Phillies player before the All Star break. He joins Mike Schmidt, who hit 31 in 1979 before the break. Ryan Howard in 2006 hit 28 before the break. Um, 
Ryan Howard in 2008 hit 28 before the break. There's Kyle Schwarber, the 29 before the break. Um, and Jim Tomey, 28 before the break in 2004. Nice. So I guess that doesn't put him at fourth. That'll put him at, that puts him at second. Which is pretty cool. It's on pace for 53, by the way. So I have to share this, Brig. I was looking at your list here of of our facts here for polar uh, for for who is this? Kyle Schwarber. Kyle That's Schwarber. who it is. Um, and one of my favorite things you've got on here is that he was a member of his high school's choir named Purple Pizzazz. Purple Pizzazz. <laughs> and I just <laughs> looked it up. He went to Middletown High School in Middletown, Ohio. Yep. So if you if anybody of you any of you are in the area there or familiar with Middletown High School, let let us know if Purple Pizzazz is still around because. That's a great name for a choir, if you ask me. And if you really want to, you can look up the YouTube video, and we should post this link in the doobly-doo at the bottom uh, in the show notes or something if we can, because I've got we the should. link right there, and it is... Uh, Coming at you hot in the comments right now. Yeah, folks. there you go. Uh, and for those of you listening at home tomorrow morning, if, if that's where you're at, uh, we can put it in the show notes for tomorrow morning. But yep. um, yeah, there's a video of him in his purple pizzazz it's uh, him and the whole group and, and boy he looks exactly the same facial hair is a little shorter that's it that's the only difference <laughs> i love it that's awesome so he's gonna ha- it's gonna take extra time for him to beat Pujols. yep wow it's insane he I currently sits we... with 10 Pujols has 13 he only needs four to advance he's got a whole minute to do it a bonus time but he only hit 10 in three minutes just now. So yeah. there's fatigue to to factor in here. Yep. So, so far advancing, just a quick recap. We have Julio Rodriguez, Juan Soto, and Pete Alonso. Um, yeah. This matchup is Albert Pujols and Kyle Schwarber. Um, I think that our champion is probably going to come out of the Julio Rodriguez-Pete Alonso matchup. I would imagine so. Is what it seems like so far. So far, those two could wear each other out, and Juan Soto could just sneak in there and take yeah, it for himself. Yeah. You're right, because it's not going to be Schwarbs or Pujols. Not at this rate, no. no. There's one. There's number eleven. There it goes. Uh oh, come on! There it goes. Number twelve. Get out of here. No. That's Did they not- say who that is pitching to Schwarber? I don't know if they did. I didn't hear it. He looks like one of the Necro brothers, like Phil. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying he is, but he looks like it could, he could be one of the Necro brothers. There's 13. <laughs> He's 14. Isn't going to make it. Oh, but they is that going to make it? Throw another pitch. He's got to hit it out. No, he didn't make it. Kyle, that one better go, or they're going to tie at 13. Go, go, go. No, it's short. <laughs> we have a tie at 13 it's a swing off it's a swing off well, they have a one minute timeline they have a one minute tiebreaker and then they oh, go that's to right, before then okay. they go to the swing off oh man i was so excited for the swing off as you could tell the swing off is so exciting i love it okay so let's get here i'm gonna pull up some more albert pool i'm watching that last one and it was so close it it hit right in front of the track Yep. It was like 15 feet, 20 feet. <laughs> it's amazing. 
<laughs> this is exciting. All right, so uh, Albert Pujols, I got another memorabilia thing for uh, Albert Pujols. I'm going to pull it up right now. So if you don't want to spend a million dollars on pieces of paper, which you could, <laughs> it's totally okay. I'm not knocking it. I haven't tried it, so I can't knock it. But it, let's give you an, uh, an autograph, St. Louis Cardinals, Albert Pujols Fanatics Authenticated Baseball with the inscription along with his signature. The inscription says MLB debut 4201. That's the inscription. There are five left on this website right now. You can pick that up for 750 bucks, just a little bit less than a million dollars. I will say that's pretty reasonable. For a yeah, that's not like bad. That. It's not bad at all. It's not game used. It's not game worn or anything like that. But yeah, no. Um, it is signed uh, and authenticated on the debut. So I think that's pretty cool. That's another one I think is actually going to go up because once he's in the Hall of Fame, yeah, having that old signature will, I think that'll have, that'll be good. There's number fourteen. Consider oh. an investment. I have Pujols stepping we, in the box right now. Wow, you're behind. So far, so far behind. I know. Sixteen's gone. He still has 30 seconds left. That goes 17 is gone. He came out hot. He came out hot with his first couple. 18. 19. (laughs) Tapped into the old 20. 15 seconds left. Oh, is he going to muscle that one out? Oh, man, he's taking a break. Oh, it didn't even get close. (laughs) He didn't even swing at that one. Oh, there it goes. It's not going to make it. for the break. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, we got 20. Somebody fell out of the stands onto a <laughs> patio just on the other side of the, of the wall. Amazing. <laughs> so good. So, so good. Okay, so Kyle Schwarber obviously needs to hit eight to beat this and he can do it but hey Brig, real quick with albert pujols has 20 home runs that is more than he has hit this season and last season combined combined (laughs) oh not quite sorry (laughs) once he got with the dodgers he hit 12 and uh, he has six so far this season he hit five with the angels so he hit 17 last year but not far off not far off (laughs) throw the ball lower to kyle there you go Kyle's in the box. Um, there it goes. There's 14. That might be 15. Ooh, that might be 16. Nope, it's slow. Oh, it got out. It barely snuck on the wall. <laughs> oh, man. Ooh, that one is gone. See you. I still have Schwarber. There's 14. Right? Oh, is that the one that snuck over? Oh, you'll see it. The oh, no. That like one's a ground rule double. <laughs> oh, 17. There's, there it is. There it is. All right. Third row for 14. First row for 15. Okay. Yeah, Man, that one really row. did sneak out. He almost had to get help from the fan on that one. Oh, oh Albert sneaks by with one run. <laughs> Pujols advances. 
and Kyle Schwarber <laughs> is bowing to him. <laughs> Kyle Schwarber's literally bowing. To oh Albert my Pujols. goodness! Oh my gosh! I cannot believe Pujols is going to advance. I did not see that coming. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, holy cow! Baseball family, we are having more fun than everyone else. <laughs> I hope you're having fun as well. Peyton, Peyton Schroyer is jumping in the comments asking on YouTube, is Alonzo still in? You got to bet on him. He is still in. In fact, he's going up against Julio Rodriguez of the Seattle Mariners in moments. Sheer moments. No, mere moments. Mere what moments, is with my yes. words tonight, Brad? <laughs> You've had a long day, Brick. It has been a long day. <laughs> okay, so real quick, let's get into this, Brig, because we talked small ball last time. Let's talk yeah. a little bit about Aaron Judge, because despite the Yankees, as a, on the whole, playing small ball, Aaron Judge has been hitting dingers more than just about anybody. Actually, more than anybody. More than anybody. Straight anybody up. Is. He leads the league, yeah. Straight up. Do you think he could break Roger Maris's record? He's on pace. Yeah, yeah he could. Will he? Yeah, he absolutely could. Will he? I don't know. That's a different question. Do I want him to? That's an even different question. <laughs> that is a nuanced question. Why don't you it explain is. the nuance to nuanced answer to that one, Brig? You want me to get into it? Do it because I okay. think it's really interesting. Well, I appreciate it. So here's the deal. Um, I hmm, how do I say this? Well, we, the royal we, love Aaron Judge. Entirely. I mean, we modified right field, the bleachers in right field to be the judges' chambers. I th- I genuinely believe if he's going to be a Yankee for the remainder of his career, then he will be the next captain for sure. And to be assigned the nickname or the title captain in the Yankees organization does not happen very often. I'm thinking Derek Jeter, Thurman Munson, they're like that level of player, okay? So for him to attain that status is a huge deal, and they're not going to give it to him until or unless he signs a long-term deal and he finishes his career out in pinstripes. That being said, if he is going to stay Yankee for the rest of his career, I want him to break Roger Maris's record this year. If I did, if I knew he was going to be a Yankee forever, then I would I would be praying that he breaks it. But if I thought there was any chance at all he was not going to be in pinstripes for the rest of his career and have his number retired in pinstripes, then I do not want him breaking that record. And I think do that's really think, I don't know. That's it's so selfish. But I'm a Yankees fan, so get off my jock. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a question for you as far as like Yankee lore goes and like tradition. Are they done contributing to Monument Park? No. Oh, so, Monument Park? Yes. Okay. Monument Park, I think, is closed. That's That was my question, was, yes. is Monument Park closed? And if not, if it wasn't, would they have put, would Judge be one of those guys uh, that if, if he was a Yankee for the rest of his career, they would put there? Only if, if other things, ha- other things would have to happen. Like, repeated world series championships yeah i think that has to be that's the big one right 
Like anything shy of that, and it's a no go. I think yeah. he can get. He can. So okay, first step signs a long term deal, finishes career in pinstripes, Yankee forever. Number two, he's the next captain. Any, you know, mm-hmm. everything that comes with that. Number three, Jersey retired is a no-brainer at that point. But if they win repeated World Series championships, and I, I, I'm not saying one after the other after the other, but if during his career in the in the Yankees organization, if they win two, three, four even, if they win four, then there is a chance, there is a small chance that Monument Park gets opened up for him. Small. That'd be something else. Small chance. Right. But we're going to need like four. Yeah. Yeah. And I get that. And I think that part of that is there's going to have to be some changes, though, right? In order for him to get there, multiple World Series. Yeah. One of them might be Aaron Boone. But I don't maybe, know. Because maybe what he's doing right now, though, would indicate there's no problem. Yeah. So, so what do you do? How do you compare last year to this year? Other well, than the year before that. Coaching, personnel, like on-field personnel, backseat, behind-the-scenes coaching. Like, what else has changed? I don't know. The style? Maybe Aaron, yeah, Ju- or maybe. maybe Aaron Boone has been pushing for small ball, fundamental baseball, you know, all that. For, maybe that's the whole time. And, and he's like, I can't. I can't do anything with what I got. So give me the yeah. team I need to make that happen. I don't know. That, that could be it. It could be that he went to Cashman and said, Hey, this is what needs to happen. This is my this is the style I think we could win with. And he yeah. made the moves necessary. That could be it. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Hmm. It's fascinating. Um, I mean, Jason just said we've been talking about for three years now on the show. Small ball wins games, small ball wins World Series along with pitching. If yeah. you can get if you can get timely hitting with small ball and great pitching, you're gonna win. You're yeah. gonna win a World Series. That's what it 100%. takes. Um, your Julio Rodriguez is stepping to the plate right now. But before yeah, I do, um, I have to comment. Jason D'Agostino and I are on the same page. We're both blown away <laughs> that Brad has shaved. For those of you that don't watch the show and you listen, Brad had a four-foot beard going into this morning, and it has totally changed <laughs> both my view of him. And, and literally watching on YouTube, <laughs> he's a totally different personality. I told, uh, I gave him some guff about it. Jason responded with hashtag friends don't let friends shave. And I think that is absolutely timely as we let Julio Rodriguez step into the box. <laughs> I, I think, Brig, I think I shaved off about eight inches. You did. That's why I called it four feet because it's the same thing. It might as well be. Baseball family, if you're listening and you're commenting, we're really glad you're here. Very excited. Thanks, Linda. Linda Kernow is his mom. She's watching. She's coming to visit. And that's she is coming to visit. visit. Okay. Okay, Linda. You win. That's no. I'll give I, you credit. I'll tell you what happened. I did. I looked at I looked at my wife yesterday and I just went a little scissor across. I think it's time. What? I think it's time. And I did. I cut it down to an inch. It was longer than this. I cut it down to an inch still using my clippers. And then I was kind of cleaning it up. And then like 
<laughs> I got a chill as I had the clipper next to my face, and yeah. it went right in. I was like, "Well, that's not good." <laughs> so wow. I had to cut off an extra <laughs> half an inch. <laughs> oh man! So it is down to half an inch at this point. So that's from amazing. a solid eight to nine. For those of you Julio Rodriguez stepping up to the box, Brad, and he's got three minutes to do some serious work here for and he's gonna he's gonna do some yard work. He is he's gonna do yard work, he's breaking out the trowel. Man, one after the other after the other for this guy. This is a machine. I'm telling you, man. Raw power. If there's anybody, anybody in this derby who's gonna dethrone Pete Alonzo, it is the J Rod show. I might actually get a pie in the face. This guy is working it hard. I love okay. it. Okay. So Fun fact about Julio. Do you want to read this off or do you want me to? Yeah, let me get there real quick. Because this is this is something I feel like a Mariners fan needs to comment on. You're talking about the second fun fact in 2018? Yeah, the Rodriguez was asked by the Athletics' Kate Presser. Prusser? Yes. How he plans to achieve the stardom that he desires. His response, I want to break baseball. In other words, he wants to be like Alex Rodriguez, one of his biggest inspirations. A-Rod was the last one to break baseball, Julio explained. He was so young, and right away he made pitchers have to change how they pitched to him. Everyone was paying attention to him because he was the best player on the field. He was a show. That's what I love about him. He was his own brand in baseball, and that's what I want to be. Julio also said he plans to hit at least 37 home runs as a rookie, one more than A-Rod hit in his first full MLB season. He's on pace for 28, but I'll tell you what, break. He got off to an ultra, ultra slow start. I don't think he hit his first home run until May. Wow. Yeah. But at that point, he'd already stolen eight bases. <laughs> That's true. Because of his production at the plate. Still, just because it's not home runs doesn't mean it's not production. We just got done talking about that. Yeah. Yep. He was producing and he was hitting the ball hard. He was getting doubles, he was getting on base. Um, he was also getting rung up on pitches outside the zone. Yeah. But he, uh, yeah, he was hitting the ball everywhere, but over the fence. And then finally it, it, it went the, for that first one went over and it was like a dam broke and, and he's, he's hitting them out now and it's amazing. It's awesome. And not, and like we showed the spray chart, he's not just sneaking them over the wall. No, he's crushing them. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely crushing them. So as we enter round two here, baseball family, a couple of fun facts about round two. The total home run record for home runs hit in round two is actually held by Vlad Guerrero Jr. He set that record in 2019 with a whopping 40. Remember, the the round one record was 35, and uh, the round two record is 40, which is insane. Wasn't that last year? Didn't he? Isn't that when he got into like the tiebreakers and stuff with with Pete Alonso? It was 2019. Yeah, a couple of years ago. Okay. Yeah, it was because again, this that we didn't have it in 2020. That right. Yeah. Um, so looks like he just hit number 14 out. That might even be 15 off the bat. He's still got a minute left on my end. Uh, 30 second bonus time has already been applied for one there's the next one for sure <laughs> the cameraman can't follow them fast enough they're going out so much faster than the cameras can switch <laughs> i'm telling you man it's that papa shot groove the pitcher is in the zone yeah julio is in the zone 
Oh Amazing. my goodness. They're just one after another. Gone. Oh my goodness. Gone. Gone. Outstanding. Oh my goodness. This guy is amazing. <laughs> oh, Have you watched is... America's no, game yet this, this season? Stupid. What? Have you watched the Mariners game yet this season? Yes. So you've, you've gotten to watch Julio play? I have, and it is so much fun. He is fun to watch, but this is a show, dude. This is a clinic. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I am I am shocked. It looks like he, he came out of it with 23. He just said 23. He's got a whole minute left. That puts him yes. at 55 home runs so far in this competition. That's insane. And that brings me to my next point. <laughs> <laughs> the overall home run record for home runs total hit during a home run derby competition set by Vlad Guerrero Jr. in 2019, that same season, he hit 91 home runs in one derby. And lost. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Here comes Pete Alonzo coming out of the clubhouse. Looks like he's doing his ring walk before a heavyweight title fight. (laughs) He's just a beast. And his bat has polar bear claw marks on it. It's awesome. Well, he looked like he was like meditating in the cage rather than he hitting. Was, he looked yeah. like he was meditating or visualization or something, whatever yeah, he's calling it. Trying to get in the zone. Wow. Because he knows he's got his work cut out for him. Yeah, he really does. 23 in round two. <laughs> Alonzo only hit 21 in the first round. Again, that's because he only had to hit 21, right. but he hit 21. Um, Okay, I got another J-Rod memorabilia. You want to go after it real quick? Yeah, so this is an autographed Nike jersey. Let me get the, the picture I got here. it. You got it. Sweet. Um, this I might be trying to get myself one of these that's not signed because this is a little bit out of my price range, Brig. This is, again, from Steiner Sports, right? Yes. JSA COA. $545, and this is for a rookie. Julio Rodriguez. Oh, this is Steel City Collectibles who has this. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, the low price of $545. Um, I don't think this one comes with free shipping. Does uh, it break? No, it's the sportsmemorabilia.com, actually. I just looked. Okay. All right. It had the Steel City Collectibles um, watermark on it. So. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So you can go to sportsmemorabilia.com and get yourself a signed J-Rod jersey. Uh for an excellent price because again, that's an investment. That thing's going to go up because he's going to be a star, an absolute star. Uh, Jason says it's missing the apostrophe on the back. That's French for apostrophe, by the way. (laughs) What are you talking about? Jason? Oh, the accent mark. Oh, the accent mark. Oh, I see. On is the it? oh, it sure is. Yeah, that might be a bootleg jersey. That font, now that it, Jason mentions it, I don't know that that's necessarily an authentic jersey because it doesn't have the a- accent mark, and the font looks a little bit fattier, looks a it little does. bit more bold than what and the is color normal. looks off, doesn't it? Um, I don't know that the color's necessarily off, but the numbers and the font look off. Interesting. 
This is what Jason said. His uni watch senses noticed it. <laughs> and he's right. Jason Jason is a card-carrying member of uniwatch.com. That's Legitimately true. a card-carrying L- member. So literally. He's got an eye for these things. He literally carries the card. <laughs> but it's not a phrase. I mean, it's a phrase, but it's it's true. Okay, <laughs> J-Rod is done, Brad. <laughs> he's totally With 31. so many. What? So many home runs. That's a lot. It is a lot. I hope it's enough. I don't know, man. You could be doubling up on pies here, Brig. No. I don't want to, anyway. (laughs) 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 They're showing video of Polar Bear doing box squats, cage squats or whatever. What are these called? He's lifting heavy things repeatedly. (laughs) I used to do that. I don't know what they're called anymore. I don't know what the kids are calling them these days. I don't know. But uh, he looks like he could play tight end for the Jets and be just fine. Might be an upgrade over what they have. Whoa! Whoops. Don't say whoops like you didn't mean it. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. I didn't mean it. Hey, he's got to beat 31, and that is a tall order, my friend. That is an ugly amount. But <laughs> he, he's going to get his bonus time, though. So oh, there, yeah. he's got that going for him already. We know he's going to get his bonus time because he hits for distance. Yep. There so it it's just a matter of oh, getting in the groove. Oh, that one is gone. <laughs> oh, Brad, I think that's my official home run call. Is oh, <laughs> <laughs> we were baseball family. We were talking about what our home run calls would be. Uh, if we were announcers, because tonight we are, and we were, <laughs> we were talking about some of our favorites. Obviously, I listened to a lot of John Sterling being a Yankees fan, so I was like, it is high, it is far, it is gone. And I wondered if that would factor in at all, but it hasn't because my knee-jerk reaction is, oh! <laughs> I just think that that should be a thing from now on. <laughs> I can't oh, wait until the professional broadcasters. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. Well, he's going to have to step it up. He's got six at his break minute 46 left. I just he saw does send have a two. laser to left field though, but took some kid's head off. Yeah, <laughs> man. He does have his bonus time already though. Is locked yeah. in. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to take long for that to happen. <laughs> those poor kids out in left field though they all need to play on the track they're gonna get killed <laughs> i wonder if they gotta probably sign liability waivers right <laughs> yeah to everybody their their parents had to sign waivers every one of them man and i i bet you there is probably a line they're like okay you cannot come any closer than this or you will die i'm sure if not you'll break your wrist trying to catch those balls yeah yeah exactly (laughs) smoked (laughs) oh man all right so i have him at his break with uh with what seven is that what he had at his break? six six there's seven that one's out of here like fifth sixth row there's another one eighth row back both in left field oh oh that one's gone (laughs) Oh, no, it fell short. <laughs> no. And that's your John Sterling call right there. 
Oh, back <laughs> off. You back off right now. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> it's just so funny. It's so funny to hear yeah. him say, it is gone, but caught. But caught. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it was even robbed. No. It was caught at the wall. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, man. man. He's going to have to step it up, dude. Yeah, That's he's going to need to get get hitting him at a faster pace here if he's gonna yeah he's gonna catch julio because he's got 11 he's got a minute to get like 20 of these well a minute plus his bonus time he's got a minute of bonus time so if he gets in a groove in his bonus time he could really he could he He could close that gap yeah because he's starting to get in there these are a lot lower than they have been, though. He's topping the ball a lot more. He is He's topping it under a it. lot. Those kids are in trouble. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> oh, man. He wants to take a break so bad. <laughs> Look, at he hit that one like meditate on that. <laughs> there you go. Manifesting it. Holy cow. Wow. Okay, now we're, now we're rolling. Oh. Ooh, wow. that one came in a little chin music, but he still pulled it out of there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that one he got that one. That one I just got. I just saw one that was way outside, low one yeah. outside, and he fouled it off. Ding okay. dong, pitch is dead. <laughs> wow, eighteen before the one minute mark. He's got to make it to thirty-two. Rut row. I can smell the whipped cream already. It's <laughs> a problem. 14 in a minute. We pull out my handy calculator break and see what kind of a pace he needs to be on. <laughs> you would. <laughs> While we're at the break, Jason, Jason made it very clear that his card for his UniWatch card is... A Phillies 89 to 91 road gray with a maroon uniform. <laughs> He's a hardcore uh, Orioles fan, so I don't know why he ended up with uh, <laughs> with Phillies. the Phillies colored card. Phillies card. <laughs> the mystery we'll never know. Jason, I'm confused. <laughs> I don't want to know the answer. It's probably deeply complicated. It has something to do with growing up. I think the Nats are his National League team, aren't they? He's are like they the Orioles and Nats team or Nats yeah. fan? Yeah. So I did the math, Brig. Um, he needs to hit one home run every four seconds to catch Julio. Well, he needs to hurry then because this is not going well. <laughs> Come on, Pete. Don't shake it off. Hit the ball. No, he's still coming on top of him. <clears throat> Rut row. Oh, that one's gone. Okay. All right. I can't watch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that first one he really that was he really got on top of it, hammered it in the ground. Okay, so if Polar There's a hard line drive, that's not gonna quite make it though. If he's got twenty-two of them at eighteen seconds left, I'm worried. He's telling his guy throw him faster. Come on, throw him faster. Bring him, really bring him. Yep. He's not gonna catch him. Nope, he's not. He got into a little bit of a groove there from nineteen to twenty. Oh, oh my that gosh. one was warning he track. Just, that one hit the Bud Light sign. He just lost. 24. Oh, oh no! no! Yeah! 
Oh, no. I love it. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving it. This is the most fun I've had watching a home run derby in a long time, Brent. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I will not. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm getting a pie in the yeah. face. Well, oh. so... <clears throat> Sorry, right, Jason. So Pete Alonzo is eliminated. I have, I still have Juan Soto left. You still have Kyle Schwarber left. If Schwarber wins this thing, then no, no, no. Uh, I have, uh, I have nobody. I have nobody left. No, you have Kyle Schwarber left. You have no, the National Pujols League. beat Schwarber. Oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. I, <laughs> I crossed off Pujols because I thought that he was, uh, that he was going to get eliminated. No, Pujols beat him by one home run. You're right. You're right. How did I? Wow, I really messed that one up. Didn't I think I? I am all the way eliminated, aren't I? No, you still got Pujols. You do oh, still yeah. have Pujols. I, oh, that's right. But the likelihood, let's be honest, Brady. But he shocked us in the first round. He shocked us in the first round, just like Trey Mancini did last year. Who's to yeah. say that he doesn't beat Juan Soto? That's right. That's right. Just saying. That's right. Yeah. Could he beat? Jay Rondo? No. Um, but because last year, remember, we, we had a, co- a brief conversation about me trading <laughs> Trey Mancini to you for somebody else just to even things out. Yeah. And Mancini ends up running through the whole thing. And I was like, well, okay, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm. it's looking like I'm going to get two pies in the face? You could. Yeah, if Julio wins this whole thing, you'll get two pies in the face. And then uh, we'll be even on pies finally. Man. Yes, correct. Do I so do them at the same time or do I break it up? You've got to break it up. Hmm. Well, Seems unfair. <laughs> I don't think it's unfair. <laughs> no, of I don't know. Do, you, do you want to do like one on each side? Let's not, let's not decide this yet, though, because I don't want to jinx anything. I do believe I in jinxes like, instead. Yeah. Let's talk, let's talk meaningless predictions here, Brig. Okay. So real quick recapping, because I like I said, I found my paper that had my notes on it yes. from our meaningless predictions at the beginning of the season. I had the Yankees winning the whole thing. Yep. Um, winning the division, winning the World Series. Um, that looks pretty good so far. Yeah. But I did have the Blue Jays going, uh, winning the wild card or being a wild card team out of the East. So I don't know how that's going to go because I feel like the Blue Jays are kind of a dumpster fire right now. They did fire their manager last week in yeah. a surprise move. Surprise me. Shocking. So there's that. And then I also had <laughs> a terrible pick. I had the Tigers winning the Central. That was a bad idea. Wow. Um, because th- this is the thing. They finished the season strong last year. So I was like, okay, they'll carry it over. They did not. They just optioned Torkelson today. Sent him down did? to they sent him down to the minors to work on oh. it because he's not been good. Um, I didn't have the Tigers or I didn't have the White Sox winning the division. I had them as a wild card team. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but then you, I've also got the Dodgers winning the NL West. Oh, I had I had the Astros winning the AL West. And then the Mariners making a wild card spot. And that seems to be holding up so far. But I had the Dodgers winning the NL West, the Padres as a wild card team. Had Milwaukee winning the Central with St. Louis as a wild card team, and then the Phillies winning the East. And oh, and San Francisco is another wild card team. Not too bad. I mean, it could still happen. I don't think it's going to. Yeah, because the Mets are not going to met the bed this year. That's not going to happen. 
but they're not. I keep saying that. Yeah, so I don't. I'd have to. I'd have to amend the Phillies for the Mets in the East. Who do you have in the NL East? Break the Mets still. Yeah, yeah. You've been riding that every week, of course. Then you've got the Yankees, obviously winning the AL East. Yep. That's that would be a monumental collapse if that happened. Oh, dude. It, historic, dude. Literally historic of epic is, proportions. Oh man. Dude, I don't even want to think about that. Like that makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> Just the prospect queasy. of that collapse makes me feel so like right deeply. here. Mm-mm. All the bile rose, <laughs> and the tears all at the same time. I don't yeah. know which was winning, but they're competing. Yeah. <laughs> um, the central is going to be the Twins. The Twins, yeah. I think, are the biggest surprise so far this season. Agreed. We'd, out of nowhere. I mean, it, it seemed like Carlos Correa went there strictly for the money. I think we talk about, about that all the time, too. That was a surprise yeah. there. And then how good they've been has been amazing. So, I Jason, think I real quick. The White Sox oh, picked in the Central. I, a lot of people did. A lot of people did. Yeah. Um, Jason jumped in real quick on the Phillies. He said the Phillies will have to get in as the third wild card, but the Braves are two and a half back in the Mets, so don't count the Braves out. The Braves have been hot. How does anybody just about recently? They found their stride and they very well could catch the Mets if the Mets have any trouble down the stretch. That's that true. That is a thing that could happen. That's true. And the injury bug is beating them up right now in New York. So, yeah. And then yep. in the West, are we still feeling like Astros have it on lock? So, here's the thing, Break. I got to tell you about this. Tell so, me. I was looking at I was looking at some stuff today trying to figure out cuz the Mariners sit nine back of the Astros. Okay. They've won – the Mariners have won 14 in a row going into the All-Star break. <clears throat> and um, and they're still nine back. They've only gained four games. But if things continue to go at the pace that they're going at – I'm not saying the Mariners are going to go undefeated through August. I'm not saying that the Astros are going to win four out of every six. But – or four out of every – sorry, are only going to win four out of every ten. But if these two teams continue to play at the pace that they've been the last month, the Mariners could be playing to catch the Astros Labor Day weekend. It's true. Which is astonishing entirely. I think even you're surprised. Are you not? Oh, I'm so surprised because I was looking, yeah. I was going through, I was like, is there any chance that they have to catch them? And they could very well catch them Labor Day weekend. They'd have a chance to. I don't know if they necessarily will. Um, but looking at, and the thing that's crazy too is the way that the Astros play is they're all or nothing. They're relying so much on the home run right now. They, they don't are. get guys on base. They don't draw walks. They yeah. don't strike out, but they don't they don't walk. They don't get hits nearly as much as anybody else does. It's crazy. It's it it's is. amazing that they're winning, relying on the home run as much as they do. Pujols just hit his sixth out, by the way. He's taking a timeout at 146 remaining. Yeah, those first three went out in a hurry. Then he kind of cooled down. I've got four now. He's just kind of slapping at him right there at the end of his, his yeah. first round. Oh, man. Number five snuck out. Just hit, just hit, some, hit some dude in the front row. <laughs> <laughs> Guy had a glove and he didn't catch with it. Machado again. <laughs> if you're going to swap a bat out with a guy, I think Machado is one of your guys you want to do that with. Yeah. Or Goldie, maybe. Yeah. I wonder if those bats have hats while they're off to the side. 
<laughs> if they're keeping them warm for him. <laughs> they should be. Yeah. Yeah, they should be. I would bring a heater with me everywhere I went just for my bat. <laughs> yeah. Just a space heater. And just hold um, it up to it. <laughs> just so it, it stays warm. <laughs> I would probably have a, a commissioned like thermarest bag made. I could like yeah. pump it up and I'd have a clubby know just what temperature I like it. And I'd just be <laughs> slipping him $20 bills every, you know, week or so just to keep my bats warm. <laughs> oh my gosh, more than that. But it's kind of like Wonder Boy on, on The Natural, how he keeps it in the case, right? Yeah. Yeah, you got a special thermo case for your bat. Keep exactly. it just right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of a humidifier in there. That's what I was just going to say. Yep. You're like an expensive violin case or something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like every perfect. time we go on the road, I got this huge, <laughs> it's, got, it's got four bats in it. <laughs> it's like a, it's built like a cigar travel humidor, those little pocket humidors. <laughs> With the sleeve in each one. I love what Jason said here. He said, Brig will have a custom-made pizza delivery bag for his bat. Yeah, yes. That's right. <laughs> Sponsored by Domino's. And Pelican. <laughs> It'll be a Pelican Bahama. <laughs> With palm fronds on it, for sure. Oh, that kid made a snag. Did you see that kid make that catch out left field? It was a field? great snag. It was an hour ago, but it was a great snag. <laughs> <laughs> it was an hour ago for everybody. Ah, I'm so far behind. His last one. He bounced his last one off the inside. <laughs> oh man! He's got so, thirty seconds of bonus time. He just swapped his bat out with Machado again. I wonder if they're <laughs> rotating the same two bats. So, real quick, with 14 seconds left, this kid makes a catch out in the outfield. He's holding it up, showing everybody. Then he just throws it in without paying attention. And then he's looking like he hit somebody. Like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So funny. I wonder if he has Machado over there, like, warming it up, like, wrapping it in a towel or something for him. It's got to be, right? Like, something... Something's going on. You got to wonder if maybe it does feel better in your hands warmed up or something. Or if there's maybe. more spring in it. We, we got to call Matt Rollins and ask him, like, what are they doing with this? Oh, they're going with the Theragun, too. Yeah. <laughs> Give the old man a massage. Well, he's 12, so he, he yeah, needs you're it. Right. You're right. <laughs> more like 1,200. <laughs> Oh man, that's all. <laughs> Here we go. 13, 14. First row. He's hitting these into the first row. Sneaking them over the wall. Yeah, he just now that one didn't even sneak. That one didn't even sneak. These ones are making it to the track. Oh man, he's gotta be gassed. He's so gassed. Are they gonna Has give him to that be. 16th one? No? 15 total? Okay. Like Soto's gonna clean him up. Although I, I hope not. 
He might. So Pujols has 35 home runs tonight. Yeah. That is <laughs> double what he had last year, more than double what he had last year. And let's see, 12 more than what he's hit the last this season and last season combined. I'm still upset that Miguel Cabrera is not participating tonight. They should have brought him in. They should have. It would have been fun. I mean, I I know he only has like what four home runs this year. Maybe I don't care. Yeah, it would have been similar. But at the totally. same time, they'll let let them let them have their last day at Disney World. That's what I'm saying. So okay, I want to go back to the people that I chose uh, as I runs. wanted to participate. What what was that? He has three home runs this season. Miggy does. Oh, three. Got it. Um, for I wanted th- these are the names from the home run derby that I wanted that we don't get to see tonight. Jazz Chisholm Jr., Christian Walker, Jock Peterson, none of them are involved. Nor is Vlad Guerrero, Mike Trout, Rafael Devers, Byron Buxton, or Jordan Alvarez. All of my American League hopefuls, none of them made it to the sh- to the game tonight. Yeah. Well, there are only yeah. three guys from the American League to begin with. Right. I don't understand why. I don't know because there's only, I think there's only three last year too. Yeah, there was. Strange. Can we just appreciate Juan Soto's bat for a minute? It's so good. You'll see it tomorrow. Yeah, when, when I get when there, broadcast catches up. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know my thoughts when I when I catch up the bat tomorrow. <laughs> the hamster wheel is not spinning nearly fast enough fast enough today with my internet break. What's that? That hamster wheel that runs my internet is not spinning nearly fast enough. <laughs> okay, uh, there it is. Yeah, I like that. It's like a it's like a fluorescent tag. Yeah. On uh, on like a sky blue barrel. It's awesome. Major League Baseball needs to get it together and let guys use these bats in games. I know. I don't understand why they don't. Like it it doesn't make any sense to me. They can have somewhat personalization on their shoes, but they need to take a book and take a page out of the NBA's book and let guys express themselves with their bats, their shoes, all of it, all of it. Their batting gloves more than just mother's day, father's day, 4th of July, Memorial day, and, and whatever else they decide, you know, players weekend needs to be all season long. It would be more fun. And, and think about this, Brig. You want to move merchandise? Move licensed metal bats that oh. have that Juan Soto tag on it. Oh, man. If Wilson asked me for a Juan Soto bat or a J-Rod bat, I'd go out and buy it tomorrow. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, I wonder what that would do to production, though. For, for like, Think of the output that that would put on Matt over at Anchor Bats. Right. So it would definitely change everything. It would definitely come um come with production of metal bats, right? Like we talked yeah. to him about that. The producing metal bats is a whole big thing. And I think that's what it would be. It would be more printing on metal. Yeah. Right? Yes. That you've got kids playing travel ball who are using a Juan Soto bat, Julio Rodriguez bat, a Pete Alonzo bat with polar bear claws on it. Right. Right? Like yes. that would be awesome. Because you can get mass-produced pro um, pro model snowboards with their prints on them. You can That's get 
NBA player shoes. You can get NFL guys cleats. You can get MLB guys cleats. There's no reason that these teams shouldn't be able to produce metal bats that have this same signature on it that these guys are getting on their wood bats. But then let them use them in the game so they're more widely known about. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. And one of my favorite companies that does things like that is Jaw Bats. So if you're mm-hmm. not familiar with jaw bats, you guys got to go look it up. Okay, Juan Soto hit six out before he took his break. He's got a minute 31. He just took the first pitch of his second attempt here. And while he's at the plate, I want to jump into a couple of memorabilia items I have for Juan Soto. Let's start with this one. This is a game-used ball from Soto's MLB debut. It's signed by the guy himself. You can get one. It'll only cost you $26,718.99 from Steiner Sports. So much money from the deal. Oh, my gosh. But, I mean, that's what kind of a superstar we're talking about here. And people, even the the fans, realize it because, the let's be honest, the fans are setting this price, the market. Is driving right, yeah. the price. This is yeah. pure market, uh, like Adam Smith type stuff here. So that's philosophy. Let's not get into that. The point is, <laughs> supply and demand. Is, Brig comes down well, to supply and demand. Yeah, supply and demand. Thanks. That was the easier way to explain it. Anyway, so if you got a spare twenty six or twenty seven grand hanging around, I'll bet they'd sell you a seventy five dollar case to put it in, <laughs> and free shipping for the next seven hours. Seven hours, free shipping. Amazing. It's probably six and a half now, but. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're at 13 home runs. He He's has got his bonus time seconds still. left. He's got two bonuses. He's stuck at 13. He's got a minute to hit three home runs. So, oh, man. I've got 11 with 16 seconds left. Oh, there's 12. That was a line drive shot, man. Yeah, that 13th home run was a laser beam over the right field fence. Yeah, but he must I think it hit the railing. Fast. He's in trouble. He is he's got a lot of Oh yeah. He's gonna need this break right now. Yeah, that last one, that last pitch, he just popped it straight up because his barrel just dropped. Couldn't even get it up to the ball. Denise is in the house. What's up, Denise? Thanks for joining us. She says, she says, Brad, your beard. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Denise. We all agree. We've all mentioned it. It's a huge deal. It's a huge problem. Luckily, it'll it grow like back. Weed, so it'll be fine. It'll grow back. It'll be it'll be fine, Brig. Denise, do you think Juan Soto is gonna hit three home runs in the next one minute? That's what I want to know. For those of you watching at home, we need to know. How do you feel? What are you thinking? Um, Brad, did you know we have people watching on all three platforms right now? We do. Welcome. Yeah, we've had welcome Twitch. Twitch has been our new one this That's summer. That's what I'm saying. The catcher and... just took one right in the match, <laughs> right in the mask. <laughs> <laughs> um, Twitch, I don't know who that is on Twitch. Let us know if you can comment, but they've been here the entire time. Been and in the party since we started. Yeah, we appreciate you. Thank you. Yes, we do. Fantastic. It's old Dusty Baker before uh, Soto gets ready to hit here. 
I am like an hour behind you guys for those of you who have not heard the conversation. Oh, was point. that number 16? And that was number 17? There it goes. Oh, wait. Hold on. <clears throat> oh, it went to the track. Or did it bounce out? What happened? They're celebrating. Is he still going? Does he have 16 and he's still going? Yeah, 16. Might have hit 17. I don't know. But he hit 16 for sure. Yeah, I've got 15 right now with 30 seconds left. And there, ah, did that one, did 16 sneak over there? Okay, oh, this he already is, had just, 16. 17 Brad, hit the track. Brad, they just, put been this up. they just put this up. You're going to have to read it when it comes out in a minute. Um, okay. Straight to DVD when you get a chance. You, um, this comment that they just put up, the graphic, this is the first ever play or a home run derby final between players under 23 years old, 23 or younger. Yeah. First ever between players 23 years old or younger. Julio Rodriguez is 21 years, 201 days. Juan Soto, 23 years. And I missed the number of days, but I know where to find it, Brig. Yeah, you do. Our Baseball favorite reference tells us all. Gives us all the informations. Seriously, though, baseball family, we really appreciate you being here. I know Denise is at a bar. She says because her team is loud. Um, and so she can't really hear the home run derby, which is why which is why we're here for you, Denise. You don't need that stupid television. You got us. <laughs> so Juan Soto is 23 years, 266 days old. She's Denise, gonna, it's going to be Julio. Yeah, it's going to be Julio. She says, I'm going to pick the guy whose first name starts with J. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the party. Thanks for being late on your pick. Denise, just an update. I'm already getting at least one pie in the face. Oh, now two. Oh, no. Now I'm getting two pies in the face. No, if you only get two if Julio wins. I'm going to save you from a pie there, potentially, Brig. Brad, you keep doing that. I know, I know. You're such a good person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't deserve you, man. <laughs> well, it's a whole thing to clean it up, you know? Oh, so. I bet. I was there when you got one. <laughs> yeah, it's a mess. So, no, I, I'm not going to make you take two if you don't have to. But okay. you're going to end up taking two. Let's be honest. That's how I it's going to go down. Yeah, I know. And I'm going to win some American dollars in the meantime. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, excited. you are. <laughs> Very excited for this one, Brig. Uh, you would. Be so, proud. did we wrap up our meaningless predictions? Who do you have in the AL West? Do you still have, do you still have Houston winning that, or do you think uh, Seattle will catch them? No, Houston's going to win it. I don't know what I said at the beginning of the season because it was meaningless, but Houston's going to win it at this point. Yeah, um, and I, I have Seattle as a wild card. Really, out of the AL West, it's only those two teams. Like the Angels right. have fallen off a cliff. They're so yeah, so, so, yeah. so bad. It's so crazy. Yeah. Like. I think I sent you guys. I think I sent you and the rest of the the fantasy baseball league. I sent all of you guys a graphic today that showed that the Angels are like eleven and I want to say they're eleven and twenty two, twenty three since they fired Madden, and they are twenty seven and twenty eight. Yeah, when they fired him. Yep. So I don't know that he was necessarily the problem. Rome has officially begun burning. Yes, it has. 
All right, before we get to the final here, how much are you in? Are you back, Brig? Are you still at commercials? Still at commercials. Okay, I think we should do our quick fantasy baseball update. Do it. That's a great idea. Okay, let's go to the scoreboard from last week because it's actually ongoing because of the All Star break. It's going to be continuing to go. So this is all current. Our yep. current matchups. Uh, John Mullins has me. Uh, John's Harrisburg Charlie's has me. I'm the Manitoba Man Clowns. Four forty six to three eighty six. Uh, it, it won't show me top scores yet because the, the the matchup is not over. But we have Springfield Nuclear, which is Tory. He's trailing Zips Springfield Isotopes three eighty nine to three nineteen, and then we have this is the close one. This is the closest one, and yours is a close one, Greg. But this is even closer. We've yeah. got Denise's Grace Under Fire is up one on Jules Big League Chupacabras four twenty eight to four twenty nine. And then you and Jason are in a close one, too, 415 to 410. Yeah. Jason, uh, not another fantasy team, is up on rigor mortis. What, by five, I think? it's. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I've got, I've got quite a bit of ground to make up, 60 points. I'm hoping it'll happen. I don't know that it will because I don't think I have any games on Thursday when things start back up. I don't think, I don't think my game starts off Friday either. Yeah. So I we'll see what happens. Won. Yeah, it's not let's see. Games coming up on Thursday. There are one, two, three, four, five. Only six games on Thursday. So there's not a whole lot of action, but teams do start up playing again in the second half of the season um, on Thursday, July 21st. And we will be live at 9.30 p.m. Eastern on Thursday to break down any news that has that comes to light during the all-star all-star game and the day after because occasionally there are trades since everybody's together so maybe there'll be one or two trades that go on um and then we'll we'll break down the weekend's games the nationally broadcasted games as well as um the top series to watch well that is same platforms youtube facebook and twitch as well yep So I'm gonna I'm pulling this up right now because this is really interesting and they just showed it on the on the screen here, but I'm gonna this is really good. <laughs> There's Biggie. Is he there? He's out with Bad Bunny bringing out the trophy and oh, the home run chain. Have you seen the home run chain, Brad? That's what I'm I'm getting the overlay prepped right now, Brad, because it is it is absolutely a talking point. We've got to discuss the chain. I love the home run chain. It might be my favorite piece of ice that I've ever seen in my entire life. No, for real. And that's why I got to bring it up because it is it is crazy awesome. I've got it right here. Excellent. Two shakes, baseball family. Give me two shakes. Jason says championship belts are far superior. I'm going to disagree with you on that one. What? Sorry, Jason. Oh, no. No way. (laughs) I'm with Jason all the way on that one. Okay, here's what it looks like. Um, It is 25 inches long. It can be extended to 29 inches. It is platinum plated 65 handset cubit zirconia, but it also features 525 Swarovski crystals. Can you believe that? It's 18-karat gold-plated. There is a five-prong-set emerald-cut lab-grown sapphires involved, and uh, they're total 25 carats of weight. 
it's un, it's insane and it's fantastic yeah i love everything about it okay j rod is in the wall. box j rod is in the box ladies and gentlemen and that first one is all the way out of here <laughs> oh so is number 2 let's just count them <laughs> all okay and number 3 oh no number 2 didn't make it it was just shy it hit the track number oh, i just number barely three got him in the box either. oh boy there's, there's, finally we get number two. There's number three. Okay. I need my home run call to be. Oh, triggered. ding dong. That pitch is dead. And so is its <laughs> family and its dog and its flying monkeys. <laughs> Holy cow. That's awesome. There it goes. Jeez, good night. <laughs> good night, nurse. <laughs> okay, while we're doing this, he's going to take a break here in a second. And I got a, I went out and I went and dug up another memorabilia for you, Brad. Okay. Uh, and so here we are taking a break. He's got 57 seconds left, seven home runs total. And I went out and dug up this additional memorabilia item because we've we've shown what MLB debut balls go for. Um, again, this one, 4822 Julio Rodriguez. It's got a Beckett BAS, BAS witness stock number, so it's fully authenticated. $307.99 at Steiner Sports Memorabilia. You can get this ball. It's not game used or anything like that, but it right. is official. $307.99. I think that ball Rodriguez. will go up after tonight if he wins, honestly. Oh, there's Ty France getting... J-Rod, his, uh, his Gatorade. Ty France was a last-minute all-star addition, by the way. Took a little bit long for them to get him on for my liking. Way but... too long. He should have been there. <laughs> no, you, Brad. <laughs> okay. Here he comes, stepping back into the box. But, no, I was going to say, I feel like that ball is going to go up after. like If he wins the home run derby, the value on that ball is going to go up, which means the price is going to go up. And later on this year, I have him winning the rookie of the year. <clears throat> yeah. And, Briggs, want to know something crazy about this? Please. I can't remember if I told you this or not. So, at the beginning of the season, I got odds on Julio Rodriguez to win rookie of the year. Right? Yeah. And they were some really good odds. I got, uh, let's see, it was... Plus sixteen hundred, which means that they're going to pay out sixteen times my Whoa. original bet. Yeah. Well, as of today, going into today, as of this moment, actually, I will have. I'll get you um, current odds for Julio Rodriguez to win Rookie of the Year. He is minus three seventy, which means if you pay, if you paid five dollars, like I made a five dollar bet on mine. If you made a five dollar bet. You would win seventy four cents for a total payout of five seventy four. Yeah, yep, yeah. So interesting. You're getting negative money. He's, he's big time negative money, which is crazy because that's gone down even more from like a couple days ago. He's minus three thirty. Yeah, but people are continuing to put money on him for some reason. Interesting, <laughs> and I think it's just. I think it's just the point that like. If I put anything on him, I'm going to win something. Right? Yeah. Okay, he finishes the, the regulation play with 14 home runs in this round. He only ranked up 
or racked up one 30-second bonus. He didn't get I hope two. he's not gassed. So he's at 14 right now, and that, that could be enough, honestly. It might be, because yeah. what did Juan Soto get in his first round? His first round was not great. He had, no, 18. He had 18, and then he had 16. So with his 30 seconds of bonus time, he could probably get four or five more, and that might be enough. Yeah, it really will. I think it will be. Oh, boy. Soto's going with the Theragun. Yeah. Getting ready. It's not a Theragun. It's a Hyperlite. Oh, sorry. Yeah, come on, Brad. (laughs) I have two Theraguns. They're the best. They're far superior, and they're more expensive. (laughs) Yes, they are. They're much more expensive. Like three times the price. I don't know why. That's why they're the ones that you know, because they're the expensive ones. Well, yeah, that's why. I have one for travel. (laughs) I have one just for car rides and plane rides. As For those of you that don't know, I am all the way broken. So <laughs> <laughs> I need all kind of help all the time. And that is all she wrote. Okay, there's number 16. 17. Is he going to hit 18? I bet that's 18. Not, oh, that one might be too high off the bat. He might have got under it too much. Does it go? I don't know. 18. That'll do it. He's got 15 into the bullpen. That'll do it. Oh, man. I think it'll be enough? Uh, it's it's super possible. Honestly, Are it's going to come down to Juan Soto's pitcher. Yeah, he got all the way under 18. Holy cow, he teed off on that one. Yeah, he did. That was a golf shot. It's going to be – it's really – it is going to come down to Juan Soto's pitcher. If he if that guy throws appropriately, then he can catch J-Rod. But if, if he had – honestly, if he makes any mistakes, we're going to have a problem. Yeah. The pitcher, I mean. Right, right. I'm starting to get a little nervous, Brig. 18's not a ton. It's not a ton. <laughs> no, it, it's not. Fun fact about Juan Soto. Fun fact about Juan Soto. May 21st, 2018, he made his MLB debut, and he crushed not only his first at-bat, but the very first pitch he ever saw in the major leagues. It was a fastball. 442 feet over the left center field wall at Nationals Park. That made him the first teenager to hit a home run in the MLB since Bryce Harper did it in 2012. Let's put that in perspective, Brig. Yeah. So first pitch as a big leaguer, as a teenager, and not only do you hit a home run, but you crush it 442 feet, but you don't pull it. No, <laughs> he's headed to the opposite field. Yeah, you know what that says to me? Hello, I'm Power. here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. is our is my office ready? <laughs> you can start engraving that plaque now. Here's Thank your you first much. memo. There's good yeah. new sheriff in town, <laughs> Brad. While we're at this commercial break, I'd like to take an opportunity to ask you this one very fundamental question. Okay. And now it's a big one. So I hope you can handle it. You ready? I'm ready. Yep. Of these flavors, is anything going to dethrone hatched green chili? Smokehouse barbecue comes close. Um, uh, Parmesan pepper is 
really, really good. Really good. Yeah. But I'll say this. Of those, we so we don't we don't have cinnamon toast. We haven't tried that. Instead, we have had jalapeno ranch. Yep. Here you which, go. There Picture it is. Front and center. Yeah, and that one is really really good. I'm not a I'm not a ranch guy, but we established on our sunflower seed tasting episode that I am a ranch seed guy. Like as that. long as you don't know it's ranch. I was it's nervous. Fine. I was nervous going into this one, <laughs> but it's really really good. It is so good. So you're a Parma Pep guy, right? Mm-hmm. Is there like anything all the that, way? Yeah, like there's nothing even close. Um, the Hatch Chili is really good, but it's more nuanced flavor. Yeah. And then the Smokehouse Barbecue is so perfectly straightforward. But I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think Parma Pep straddles the line between this is exactly what I wanted it to taste like and wow, that's just complex enough for to satisfy my foodie. Yeah. yeah. I just can't get enough of it. Yeah. I mean, I literally am eating it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost out of the freebies they sent us. Are you really? Um, of the Parmen Pep. It's a serious oh. problem. So baseball family, um, if you don't know about Chinook Cedary, you need to because they really are the best sunflower seeds ever. It says it on their packaging. But it's because it's super true, at least in our minds. I, I, and we wouldn't promote them if we didn't feel this strongly about them, right? But we right. we, we have partnered with them. Every purchase you make, you can get 10% off. You can use code BTPOD at checkout from ChinookCedary.com. And every purchase you make does go to help support the pod as well. So it's a big deal. Everybody wins. And uh, we, we wouldn't bring you guys anything we didn't really believe in, whether it's our stuff yeah. or somebody else's. So if if we bring it to you, it's because we we back it all the way, and they're really great seeds. They really are. They're so fantastic. Yep. Yeah, that was the first thought I had when I tried them. I said, "Brig, let's send them an email." So we got you guys a discount code, and you can also support the podcast with it. Here comes Juan Soto. Is he yeah. taking a cut yet, Brig, on your TV? Oh yeah, we're at one forty, one thirty nine. Oh wow, he does not yet have a home run. Ruh-roh. I'm feeling a little bit more confident. You should. That kid, <laughs> that kid in center field about took it right out of another kid's glove. Is that one going to be the first catch. one? Nope. That one's going to be the first one. The camera guys can't even find them. The The yeah. quality of the light has changed. It has. The sun's gone down or, or is, get, is going down. Yeah. You can see it setting against the trees in the backdrop there. So if anybody can tell me, I will be literally shocked. Listen, if you can tell me what I just quoted, I'll give you some hints. Uh, First of all, if you can tell me where this quote comes from, I will ship you a sample pack of sunflower seeds from Chinook Seedery. (laughs) Okay? Seriously. The quality of the light changed. That's it. it. And it's from my favorite short story writer of all time. I know you're all on the Google machine right now trying to figure it out. And that's totally fair. Because you you should play every advantage you have. Never give up the tactical advantage. <laughs> that's right. Get on the Google machine, figure it out. Yeah. That's it. That's my that's so and it's it's arguably my favorite of his pieces. But I'm so, a joke. 
So real quick, Brig. So we're talking about the light. While we're talking about the lighting here, you can see the sun setting against the trees, right? Not behind the trees, but against the trees. And that's because we've talked about this on, I think it was one of our very first episodes that you'll find that baseball stadiums traditionally face east so that the sun as it sets is never in the batter's eye. It's always right. behind the batter. So it's going to be a problem typically for outfielders in smaller stadiums, but as you get bigger ones, it's not going to, it's not as big of an issue. You'll see it every once in a while, but uh, it's, it's usually the high sun. That's the problem or at the beginning of a night game, right. As it sets behind the grandstand, but that's something to keep in mind as you're picking your seats, typically the third baseline um, left field and foul territory and left field are going to be your shaded areas. Uh, in the evening and a night game. So something to keep in mind. Little yeah, hack for you. buying tickets. Yep. Okay, I have 32 seconds plus bonus time with 10 home runs for Juan Soto. I'm yeah. starting to get worried. Number 11 just made it out, but it I mean, it looks like it hit the top of the wall and they didn't count it. So they're going to give him that one as number 11. That That's ridiculous. There's number 12. So it hit the wall. It hit the top of the wall. crawling all over the tarp. <laughs> <laughs> they're crawling all over the tarp and rolling around again. It looks like a baseball sleepover in the outfield. <laughs> okay, he has 14, 15. He has 15 and he's got a minute left, bro. Oh, no. He has 15 with one minute left. Look, J-Rod's like, oh, no, man. <laughs> That's trouble. It is trouble. Yeah, he's got. He found his groove. Well, that one shouldn't count. They counted. Oh, no, that would have been fifteen. Okay, they didn't count fifteen because the ball. Oh, they did count fifteen. The ball was thrown after the timer went out. You back off, Brad. I will not. <laughs> it's an exhibition. <laughs> I don't care, Brig. <laughs> I want my guy to win this thing. I want you, you to take should. two pies in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you need it. I do need you to take two pies in the face. <laughs> and granted, Soto is one of my guys too, but still, I'd rather have J Rod win it. Oh, but yeah. you know what? Here's the thing. So, this is one of the things I, I can't remember if we talked about this on the big show, but I feel like Julio Rodriguez coming here is more of him getting a feel for the Derby. So, next year, when it's in Seattle, he can put on a show. Is it going to be in Seattle next year? In Seattle next year. Oh, man. Yep. My it travel is. budget is suffering. <laughs> <laughs> Can't they do it in like uh, Atlanta? <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh that's wait. right. Oh, yeah, that was a that was a thing. <laughs> that was a thing. Yeah, but then it wasn't. Okay, that's not going to get out. Here we go. Fifty-seven seconds left. The first two pitches are no goes. Three pitches, no go. Four, fourth pitch might make it. That might make it. The fifth pitch is gone. Fourth I pitch just have made him it. barely stepping into it. the box right now, Brig. Number six is out of here. Oh, my goodness. Number seven is out of here. Get out of here. He's got 18, Brad. He needs one more. No. No. Stop. There it goes. Soto won it. Go, go. It's only one. 
Yeah! For those of you who may have missed the previous conversation or earlier, Brig now only has to take one pie in the face because we took our double or nothing players. Mine was Julio Rodriguez. His was Pete Alonso. But we also divided up the field into predominantly American League and one Soto for my side, and then Brig got the National League. So since Soto happened to be on my side, on the predominantly American League side of the bracket, Brig will be taking one pie in the face. That will be posted to uh, TikTok, Instagram, and likely on YouTube Shorts Yeah. whenever he gets that video to me. Um, And anywhere else we deem necessary because the world needs to see Brig take a pie in the face because it hasn't happened yet. It's happened to Brad twice. Twice, yes. And it is justifiably the best thing I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Brig was here for Did you do that one, that first one? Or were you just here for it? Wilson That's did right. both of them. Wilson did both of them. Yeah, yeah, I was you... there. And that was yeah. awesome. So good. And <laughs> he came good. at you hard, dude. Like it was all over the blinds. <laughs> <laughs> there was whipped cream everywhere. Yeah. It was so he great. Did so you I'm say hoping... it took you an hour to get it out of your beard or something? Yeah, it took forever. <laughs> back when the beard was long. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, we're still sad about that, Brad. Don't bring it up ever again. Just grow <laughs> back grow out back. in repentance. It'll grow back. <laughs> it's just step one is admitting that you are powerless. Okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. And when you're right, you're right, Brig. Right. But hey, Juan Soto, your 2022 home run derby champion, defeats Julio Rodriguez in the final round, 19 to 18. I'm upset, but I'm not that upset because Julio is going to win it next year in Seattle. And that will be one of the greatest things we've ever witnessed in the history of history. But Brig, in the meantime, let's tell them about Patreon. Don't forget, you can also support the podcast. You can support the YouTube channel, all of it, by going to patreon.com, searching baseball together. There's also a link down in the description of every episode that you can follow on Linktree to get to Patreon to support the podcast. We have three tiers, $5, $10, $15. Um, That is your way to support the podcast and help us get some projects off the ground that we have that we want to get moving. And another way you can support is the shop. Go ahead, Brig. Don't forget to jump on the shop, guys. Nineplusus.com. It's N-I-N-E-P-L-U-S-U-S.com. You can also get there by accessing baseballtogether.com. That's where you can pick up all the sweet merch we got. We got hats. We got T-shirts. We got hoodies. We got all kinds of stuff. There's a bunch of pillows on there. Not sexy. Brad's wearing his not sexy (laughs) T-shirt. So awesome. For those of you that are not aware, um, I am wearing our newest Baseball Together logo right here on my baseball together Jersey. And uh, it's very exciting. So you, you might see more of that coming out. In fact, you will, you're going to see more of that a lot. Um, we love the OG logo, but we like the new one a lot as well. So anyway, that's all at nine plus Stay tuned for more. And there's giveaways and discount codes coming out all the time, specifically to the private Facebook group, nine plus us VIPs where our OG baseball family members Hang out. Come join us. That's right. And don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, review. Let us know what you think about what we're doing. You can always jump in the mailbag on baseballtogether.com or hit the link down in the description to send us an email. You can send us your questions, comments, concerns, snide remarks, anything you want us to talk about on the podcast or any guests you'd like us to see us try to get. Let us know. We will do our best and uh, we'll bring people on the show. We've got a big guest coming up in a couple weeks that we recorded with. Uh, I'm going to leave it at that. It's not one you're going to want to miss. You're going to want to do everything you can to catch it. Don't miss it. Fantastic. One. It was a ton of fun. But yeah. baseball family, thank you again for those of you who joined us live. Thank you 
for those of you who joined us on YouTube watching the rebroadcast, I guess it's on content anyway, or those who listened on the podcast form, we appreciate all of you and we will catch you Thursday night on the live or next week. Thank you.